0: Welcome to another episode of Dragons and Dreadforts, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the show. We're excited to have you along for the ride and these episodes just get hotter and hotter. Dude, we are on fire. We are on fire. The show's on
1: fire. Look at the Apple podcast rankings. I mean, we're like, I don't know, like top 10, top 20,
0: something like that. We are the number one <laughs> Dragon-based dragon based dragon and dreadfort titled podcast in the that, world. Congrats wow. guys. Good we job. Did it.
1: Yeah, we did it. We, we did are. It. Thank you to you the listeners cuz we wouldn't be here without you. We are all also 7
0: million of you. We're also a Game of Thrones podcast. So that's thumbs up. Thumbs up. We're on that chart somewhere. Um yeah, we're excited to be here. Uh the episodes I think are just are continuing to increase in their um the intensity, the excitement. Um, Keith, this is your first time watching the show. How are you feeling? We're we're what three quarters of the way through uh, season one now. Getting there uh, ish. Um, so how are you feeling? Yeah, this one was. Uh,
2: this one was definitely. I need to see the next one. And yeah. Yeah. Darn this podcast for <laughs> existing. Yeah, you don't. So get I to, can't watch the next you one. Don't get to binge it.
1: That's hard. It, it is hard. Um, I, I didn't really. I only watched. I mean, the first three seasons I saw binging, right, and then the rest of it. um,
0: That has to be hard too, because you you were in the binge mode, and then you literally couldn't. Like you, and realistically, you could just you could just binge like whatever. I'm watching this, yeah, which would be fine too. I think you know, like it it would change the dynamic of the show. Um, It would open up to if I came in next week and had seen
2: all the seasons. How would you feel about that? I'd be proud of you. Wow. That would be impressive. Be really, uh, that's a lot of hours of television. It right. is. We just um, could not tell anyone in my life that I had done that. Yeah, right. I mean, no, I'm fuck all s- of no, Yeah, this No, week. I've
0: been doing work. Totally. No, they I'm can, sick this week. Mm, you work harder than most people I know. You deserve a little time. Well, thank you. To yourself. I appreciate um, that. So we're, we're going to... Do you have something?
1: I, I do <laughs> have a couple things to get to uh, before right. we get going. Um, one... It, it's becoming a regular segment. Nick's corrections and apologies. Uh, number one, I actually made a uh, I made a Rush Hour two reference, or at least what I thought was a Rush Hour two reference, and I don't know if anyone caught it, but it's actually Rush Hour one, um, and so which is just commonly referred to as Rush Hour. Boop boop. Yep, and that's our editor's note noise, by the way. Just so we, just so y'all know that anytime we do the bloop bloop, that's an editor's note. Um, but yeah, rush hour one. Sorry about that to Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. They worked really hard on those films. And well, and I know
2: that they're big listeners. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. gutted that yeah. you,
1: you. We make- got that tweet, and I was like,
2: damn. I'm well, sorry. they left a voicemail. We can't play it. It's very foul <laughs>
0: and very spoiler heavy. Yeah, they they were so mad that they just went ahead and spoiled the show. Yeah. Uh, and so we can't play that one. Yeah. We also can't let you hear it. Great, it that's r- fair. Talks Dropped about just lots of bleeps and bloops. And yep. yeah, um, you got something else? Uh, you said you had a lot of a lot of. Yeah, I, just, a I,
1: I had a couple. I mean, like you know, I did find out who the what the seventh god was, but that was a trivia question. So we're gonna wait till we get the uh, the voicemail in on that one. Um, I'm gonna probably lay off of Justin and and his homosexuality or homosexual tendencies um, just because I am clearly joking about it with you but I think other people that are listening might be like, man, that dude's a real dick. Well, <laughs> real, Would they be wrong? Uh, they'd be wrong about this. I don't consider myself a homophobe anymore. I, I definitely was when I was growing up and and even in, you know, like late teens, stuff like that And but I definitely don't consider myself that anymore and uh, I just like giving Justin shit. He's not actually homosexual and so that it plays to the joke. Um but I've been uh told that's not a joke. And I and I agree with that. They're, not by not by
0: me for the record.
1: No 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 no. Justin takes it on or the chin me. as he normally does. Um but You had a you had an easy one there. Sorry. All right. Could have slid it right <laughs> in Softball. <laughs> So that's that ends this week's uh, Nick's corrections and apologies. So stay tuned for next week's. All right, thanks, thanks for
0: visiting Nick's Apologies Corner. <laughs> Nick's Apology Corner. Well, let's get into the episode because we got a lot to cover. As always, this is season one, episode seven. If you've not watched the episode of Game of Thrones, you may want to pause this and come back after you've done so, because we're going to dive into the title, uh, the episode titled "You Win or You Die."
1: We get the uh, we get the actual like name of the show. Which I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you point at the TV like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Leo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. The
0: this was uh, released on May 29th, two thousand eleven. It was written by David Benioff and directed by Daniel Mini Hands, little Mini Hands. Uh, and so this is a fun one. We open with, um, we can finally talk about him. Praise the all the old gods and the new. Yeah. Uh, Tywin Lannister. Yes. We we open mm-hmm. in the Lannister camp. We don't know where they are. We had heard mention that Jamie had uh, been he had left King's Landing to go to Casterly Rock, so we can assume that they are n- at least near Casterly Rock. Um, but they seem to have formed camp, which is typically a sign of some type of military action. Um, I don't know if this was something that was kind of pre kind of predated the attack on Ned Stark in the streets, or if this was a result of that, we don't really know, but we see them in camp and we're introduced to what is one of my very favorite characters in the whole show, Tywin Lannister. And I just want to hear, we're going to dive into obviously everything and their dialogue and stuff, but your initial thoughts on Tywin, how do you feel about this character?
2: Uh well I think what Lawrence said was gross um, <laughs> as he scoops out intestines and throws them on the floor.
1: Real stag by the way. Really. Real dead deer. Wow. a big one too. And they did yeah. so so in the inside inside the episode mm-hmm. uh they said like this guy literally like over and over shot you know uh take after take would cut cut the skin away, take out the in, insides like you know just continually and it was a real deer so i had like, that on my like putting
2: it back in to pull it out again yeah i wow. guess
1: yeah i don't think they got it. i mean it's dedicated. probably didn't get on the first take so yeah i mean it was crazy. i i was watching it and like you can see the muscles and shit yeah and yeah I was, I was like that's either really 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 good fake or that's a real deer i and have inside um, the episode they said that have you ever been deer hunting i have um have you ever- never actually killed one okay have you mm-hmm. you
0: you have yeah you've also feel dressed it I have not. I've seen it, but I've not done it. It's legitimately, this is not an exaggeration, the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. It is so, you know how I am. Yeah. I, anything that touches my hands, I immediately go wash them. I'm very careful about like what I touch and and, and textures and feel on my, my hands especially. And it is the grossest feeling of all time. Oh, I believe that. We're field dressing, so I didn't have these huge rubber gloves and this giant apron. I had my thirteen-year-old boy hands scoop, and it's the thing that and You caught, were twenty-one at the time, right? I was twenty-one, <laughs> and I had my thirteen-year-old boy hands still on, and um, and I, sh- I, I just didn't think about this because I never touched the inside of anything dead. But it's hot, mm-hmm. obviously. When you oh, say it out loud, weird, duh, the, the internal temperature of a body's no, hot. I hadn't thought about that either. I didn't either. And, I, and not warm, not not like warm. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking hot, right? And it's gross, and it smells. I had um, uh, I don't know at what point this happened, but at some point, ruptured the. Uh, is it the intestine? Where's the poop? Yes, the anus. No, you ruptured. the... You shot this deer in the ass. No <laughs> intestines. I actually dropped him,
1: real good. Right and in and the heart. Dropped him
0: immediately. Wow. Um, but good for I you. somehow, thirteen-year-old boy hands, either cutting or when I reached to scoop, oh, popped the. That's ugh, when you sliced the ends, and there was some poop smell. Oh, and poop, it was. Yeah, oh. I'm telling you. Just some. It took weeks to get out from under my fingernails and the in the. See, ed- the only thing I've ever everything. like
1: dressed like that was like a fish. So like i I've, I've you know. Gutted and stuff like that, right? And they're not warm, like they're cold blooded, so it's not. It, it's a different experience. Now you do get the poop and all that sometimes. Um, the weirdest thing is when you uh, caught like a like a pregnant bass or something like that. That was that was sad. Um, now like, I guess I had the opportunity to throw them back. <laughs> Chose not to, uh, or maybe you didn't know they were pregnant. Maybe that was fish it. lay eggs. Uh, yeah, but they're. I think so. No, yeah, yeah, they do, but they're. But like before the eggs form. It's like a like a chicken, you know, like the the egg forms in there at one oh, point. Oh, so and a like lot of
2: eggs come out, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiny no, it's not fish. like it's not like okay. tiny fish. No, no, right? No, But no, it, no. I, but I knew that, weird. but I thought yeah. that's what you were saying, and I was.
0: No, 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 no. Um,
2: just but anyways, yeah. enjoying Nick Science.
0: Corner. Well, he just he the the point being that he just field dressed this stag while having a very intense conversation. Yeah, very calm cool collected mm-hmm. i was i was gagging i was like i couldn't do it that was the 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 first i i killed two deers that day two deer that day back to back and nice. dressed them both and never again i never went deer hunting again Yeah, it grossed me out too much that was that wow i've i've been deer hunting a few
1: times and i've seen like two and we were in a place where i couldn't um i couldn't shoot anything but bucks they they, they didn't want us to shoot does where mm-hmm. we were and so The only ones I saw were does and and so yeah, I mean I just sat there for hours Which is probably why I don't have a a big love for deer. I think if I'd have killed one. I probably would go more
0: I had the opposite effect for me. I'm not sure if I'd have field dressed it though.
1: That that seems a little I had to
0: It, It was a it was an adult deer It was heavy and there's no way to get it out of the woods because the trees were too close together We couldn't drive a vehicle in there. Was it a doe or a buck? The first one was a doe and the second was a spike buck nice kill that um, kid kill that kid, that kid. <laughs> yeah. fuck that little deer uh, and that was the last time i ever went deer hunting so you killed bambi's mom then you killed bambi exactly nice yeah i didn't leave bambi to and apparently starred in disney movies as yeah well. yeah mm-hmm. i i was the best yeah um so that that it was it was crazy, and then watching Tywin do it. I I now to be fair, I did not skin it there. Fair. I just took all the innards out, and then took it to someone to process, and nice. and they did all that. But you so did
2: the grossest part of it.
0: I did the grossest part of it. Yeah, and the the cool like badass part where you skin it, and he was he. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to do that. Nice. Um. I also would have sliced open that that like hide immensely right keith did you pick up that it was tywin because emily
1: asked me while we were watching she's like who's that and i said oh that's tywin <laughs> did you I, pick
2: that up i imagine just the way he was yeah uh addressing right i forgot his name jamie jamie, jamie. Yeah. got it
0: so they get to talking and he tywin starts out he's he's he obviously commands respect he's obviously a powerful person he he i like that he's not uh you know wearing lots of fancy clothes he's not you know because sometimes we see these characters no, forearm deep in a deer stomach can you imagine yeah. little, little finger doing that no F- one not doing those that 13 year old boy hands <laughs> and then two doing it while wearing just plain old yeah. person clothes no he would have looked apart and and been fabulous doing it however tywin don't give a fuck and he and jamie start getting into it and he immediately goes into jamie and says are you gonna say something clever go on say something clever and that's the I love that line. that's the immediate introduction into his personality and mm. like his I don't have time for bullshit. Are you gonna Are you gonna bullshit? Go ahead, bullshit, and then let's get let's get on with this. Um, I know you're gonna do it. The, the his his quote his bet the best one of the best quotes of the whole of his whole character. The lion. And yeah, she, yeah. I've got that in a little in a minute. Uh, then he then he goes into the conversation about Ned. He wants to talk about Ned, and he says, "Why is he still alive?" And Jamie is like who my like Tyrion and he said no like Ned Stark why is Ned Stark still alive and uh and Jamie gives this explanation about how it wouldn't have been clean i thought that there was an interesting like juxtaposition between Tywin being for you know elbow deep in this deer dirty gross on in the field talking about clean you know and obviously it's a different scenario but i just thought that, that was an interesting dynamic there um but what did you think? I mean, what did you think? Because obviously their battle, um, it didn't necessarily give us the intention that like uh, Jamie was out for like Ned's death. Yeah, I don't after, think he was trying to kill Ned, right? Well, after Ned, like... It's like, oh shit, or, this dude... Was it Jory that said something about like, if you kill him, all hell will break loose and that's when Jamie like pivoted was like, and...
2: Take him alive, kill his men or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But after that, you didn't. I didn't get the feeling at any point that Jamie was like during, trying to kill him during the
1: actual sword fight. You can see something changes. Like so, so this obviously going back to the, the a couple episodes ago. But you can see that that Ned is like Ned's fighting for real. Ned's fighting like you're not taking me. Um, and so, and then Jamie's like, oh shit, and so he starts to actually take hacks. And I think at that point Jamie's like, okay, I gotta I gotta kill this guy or he's gonna kill me. And then he gets saved by the other by the Lannister soldier.
0: So you think Ned would have won? I think I had said had that.
1: Answered. I think I said that before. Um
0: I just wanted to reiterate that.
1: Well, I think I think yeah, I think Ned originally was fighting harder than Jamie was fighting, and then Jamie like stepped it up a bit, thinking like, Oh, this guy's actually for real.
0: And so Jamie's never fought Ned. So that yeah. was a big, you know. So then then we get into you know, obviously, at that point, uh, the Lannister soldier stabs Ned uh, in the leg, and then Jamie just lets it be, doesn't kill him. Tywin, at this point, is kind of going into this conversation, trying to open up Jamie's mind about, like, clean doesn't matter. Like he, and he talks about, you you worry about what people think. He goes into the bit about the Kingslayer, like, doesn't it bother you when they, they whisper Kingslayer behind your back? And Jamie's like, of course it does. And that's when Tywin has the line, do you... The
1: lion doesn't concern itself with the opinions of the sheep. Whoa. I was
0: hoping
2: to hear an accent on that one. Sorry. Can you give it to us? No. That that would be bad. That's why we want to hear it. That would be very embarrassing.
0: It's a great line, Um, but then he follows it up with, I should be thankful that your vanity got in the way of your recklessness. Right.
1: Yeah. I don't think he wanted him to kill Ned. I think he was trying to make a point to Jamie that like, okay, if you really were, you know, why why did you do it if you weren't going to kill him why did you attack him because when you attack him that starts everything that that is a it's an irreversible move but if you're going to attack him why didn't you kill him and the idea was well you know your vanity got in the way you didn't you wanted to be clean all that kind of stuff and so you know that's when he says that he's he's glad that his vanity you know got in the way of his foolishness or something along those lines um, but yeah, I, I love Re- Tywin. Rec- recklessness. recklessness. But same, same yeah. thing.
0: And that really is the point because up until that point, you get to feel that Tywin was pushing him. Like, why didn't you kill him? But in this moment, he's like, I'm glad you didn't because that would have been stupid. But like you mentioned, I'm trying to get to the point. I'm trying to make you think. I'm trying to get you to not just act on impulse and emotion. Yes, Tyrion was taken. Yes, we have to do something about it. But what you did was reckless and foolish and could have had much more significant ramifications than it has had up until this point. And so I just thought that was a pretty good bit. Did you have anything to add on that, Keith?
2: No, it was it was cool to see a little bit more of the Lannister, like the the not stupid Lannisters.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um The end of that scene though, so Tywin walks over to Jamie and says, I need you to grow up basically not to he
0: says I need you to be- become the man that you were always meant to be. Right.
1: So that's that's the line, the man you were always meant to be and, and uh, Nicholas something I can't remember Jamie's actual actor's last name, but does such a good job there because I think that his facial expressions are kind of like, okay, so the man that I've been is not good enough for what for you know for the last 30 years or 35, 40 years, whatever is not good enough because Jamie was the, I believe he was the youngest member of the King's Guard to ever be made a member of the Kingsguard. Uh, we have the book here. Yeah, we can in look book. in there. Um, I bet. I, I think it says that he also is the greatest. He's the most talented swordsman in the realm, which is pretty widely accepted by by everybody. Now that doesn't mean that Ned can't catch him, and or some you know somebody can you know can't you know get anything you, can happen in battle. But but, yeah, but, but
0: when you're pitting one v one, most, wild, no, yeah, most and yeah, and that's and that's kind of but kind of why in the last episode when Tyrion named Jamie his champion. Every, you could feel the, the air kind of go out of, of the room. Well, that's probably because, why Liza made it happen that day. Well, everyone, could you could feel like, oh, shit. Right. And Liza put a squash to that, like, immediately, yeah. obviously for, well, what she thought was good reason, but...
1: So all that to say, the the actor's expressions in that are kind of like, okay, you're, you're getting that this guy's not proud of you, this guy doesn't really, he doesn't think that you've been a, a, a good man so far. Um I, Tywin's heard the rumors, I'm sure, of you know, Cersei and Jamie's uh relationship, but you know, Tywin's too proud to, you know, give that any any credibility. Um, but you know, he just he just clearly is just a dick bag to Jamie. And Jamie's sitting there like, I've I've had some pretty good accomplishments in my life. And yeah, I made I mean a mistake, you know, attacking Ned, but I didn't think it was a mistake. I made the I made it so that uh to to, to you know get my brother back. And well,
0: yeah. He, he basically said, like, I took action. I did something. He was kind of like looking at Tywin, like, what have you done? Right. And that's when Tywin goes into the, the you know, monologue about family. Our name commands respect. We're a house to be feared. It's a family name that lives on. You know, we could we could have created a dynasty that lasted for a thousand years. Um, or, you know, we, we Seems could. Seems like an exaggeration. It, it does. But the point he's making is we have to be more calculated with our actions yeah. and not act out of recklessness. That doesn't mean that we don't do anything because he talks about, <clears throat> you know, that's when he's talking about, you know, our name commands respect. We're a house to be feared. They can't take one of ours, you know, with impunity and get away with it. Like we are going to, to strike back and we're going to look out for our own Lannisters, always pay their debts. Yeah. Um, but it's got to be more calculated than that. And I think that up until that point in the conversation, he did just kind of seem like he's ragging on Jamie. Yeah. But then that scene where he puts his hand on his on his face and says, I, I need you to be the man that you were always meant to be, not not tomorrow, not next week, not next, you know, but now, I think you begin to see that there is a motive to his his, the way that he's trying to motivate Jamie. He wants Jamie to be better, to not be foolish, not to be fucking his sister, not to be just someone who's relegated to just being a glorified bodyguard. Glorified bodyguard yeah. He wants him to live up to the name of Lannister. He wants him to, to make the most of the fact that he is the best swordsman in the realm. He wants him to continue to carry that legacy on. And he, I think, seems to be a dad who doesn't necessarily uh, look at other options as, mo- as ways to motivate. He's just kind of a one-track mind. Like, I got to be hard on him and in that eventually kind of the diamond, you know, the coal to diamond type of deal rather than look at maybe, maybe Jamie needs to be motivated and encouraged in some different ways. And, and, but you can kind of see like when he walks off, Jamie's face is I think inquisitive and puzzled. Like he's, he's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I think Jamie walks out though. I think Jamie,
1: that, and that's why I'm saying, I think that's where that was, is what's going on in Jamie's head is that, you know, I'm realizing that my dad, this, this, uh, what I've done is not good enough yet, and so I have to continue to prove myself. Even though I've proved myself over and over, when it comes to, you know, uh, tournaments that I've won, or or you know, battles that I've I've been a part of, and enemies that I've slain, and and you know, accomplishments, things like that. I I think I, I I took it that way. Now I think originally I see it as Tywin like being a motivator, but I I think you're seeing in Jamie that that's not. That's not either what he wants to be one, or that's not the way that you. That's not the way that you get through to Jamie.
0: Do you think because they they kind of uh, close in on a shot of Jamie's face after the conversation, and he's got that look like he's he's thinking about everything that was just said? Do you feel like this is a breakthrough moment for Jamie? Like, do you feel like his character will pivot at this point, and he will either I, he's going to go one way or the other? He's either going to lean into who he already is or he's going to take that and be motivated to kind of fall in line with what Taiwan's trying to push him to. What do you think is, for, as far as the future for Jamie after this point?
2: I don't know. It's hard to say. Cause you know, sitting here listening to you guys talk, it was almost kind of like, obviously there's some weird family dynamics in this family. Um, you could probably easily make a case that Jamie has father issues in that. Like, he does care what people think about him because he cares what his dad thinks about him and his dad doesn't think super highly of him. So he's constantly trying to improve himself or show how great he is. Um, and who knows what kind of weird daddy issues his sister has. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's maybe necessarily like a, like a turning point for him, but I think it's, you could definitely say that it is a continuation of a character of, I'm going to keep trying to work hard to impress my dad to hopefully one day be the man that he wants me to be. Yeah. <clears throat>
3: um, I
0: thought that the, I, I thought it was a great scene. I'm, I'm excited for you to get to know Tywin a little more. I'm excited to get some more Tywin. Oh yeah. Um, I love Tywin. Love me some Tywin. He's easily top five characters in the show for me. Um, I just think he's, he's brilliant. Um, we got a little snippet of it right now and mm-hmm. um, he's good. Uh, then we uh, go back to King's Landing where we see Ned and Cersei um, in the courtyard. Cersei comes up. Um, they have a, a dialogue there that is full of stuff, full of uh, plot points, and you know the plot obviously thickens. Um, in In this scene, I think I had a little bit of a breakthrough and an epiphany about Cersei. Okay. Um, Let's hear it. I still don't like Cersei, for the record. I still think that she is the worst. Not the worst character, but just the worst. Right. The worst. (laughs) In general. (laughs) But I think I, in this rewatch, because I watched this obviously twice, um, I began to, I think, see the situation that Cersei's been in in a different light than i have um i still do think that she is is the worst but i think that she's been in the worst situation possible like if you think about it um and she talks about like um when on their wedding night you know she felt like the 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 most special girl in the whole world she got to marry robert baratheon the the Man, that all the girls in in all of the Seven Kingdoms wanted, and it was her standing there. And then he stumbled in drunk to their bed and whispered the name Liana in her ear. And from that point, 17 years, we've seen... We haven't seen it, but she's lived it. That. We also got to see in the scene right before this, her dad, who it doesn't seem like a caring, compassionate, Mm -hmm. loving, encouraging person. She grew up... um, I just, I just think that that is a piece of it. Robert obviously is not a good husband. Um, you know, Ned points out again, like has he done this before? You know, talking about hitting her, and you see a little bit that she's backed into a corner, and she doesn't really have a lot of options. And I think that somebody in that scenario, how could they be better than the worst person ever? <laughs> like,
2: well, and I think we talked about it last week, like how good of a job they are doing of humanizing the villains yeah, yeah. like yeah. they're still i'm still not making excuses for them but it's like oh i can see why you're this yeah a little bit more it's
1: character depth and we talked about this last episode we did mm-hmm. but character depth in this show is is Very oh, second I mean, to it, none it, yeah it really is i mean you see so in the dialogue between cersei and robert a couple episodes ago and then this dialogue between her and ned you see into cersei a lot mm-hmm. she actually i mean she almost uses the 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 you know, what she's sharing to these people it's as, a little manipulative, as yeah, manipulation. And, but she does also it doesn't go, mean it's not real. She does also go straight at Ned in this scene and says, what about my wrath? What about, you know, Robert's wrath will fall. Like you're saying Robert's wrath will follow me. What about my wrath? Because I've got some too. And
0: like, do you, she, it felt like she was saying like, don't you see me as a person too? Like everything you're saying, everything you're doing, you're rooting around, you're destroying my family. You're all of this. Like, I'm trying to live a life of happiness. I'm trying to live a life of fulfillment and I'm someone to be considered as well. Now she said it in different words and less words and with a different tone, but ultimately that's what she's doing. She's telling him like, hello, don't you in, have any thought Ned's about mine?
1: In Ned's mind, the world is black and white. hundred percent. Yeah. Right. It's, it's honor. It's dishonor. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. We see that later on in this episode when he's talking to Renly, um, you know, about Stannis and all that. But, Every other character, for the most part, sees it as gray. Sees, yeah, it, sees some gray there.
2: They're actually playing the game. Right. Whereas he's just... Which Ned, game is that?
0: The one of Thrones. Yes. If you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. That's what yeah. I hear. Um, I thought that this was another mistake on Ned's part. Sure. I just think the way he's going about nice. this is very...
2: Welcome this week to... You. Ned makes all the wrong decisions. Okay.
0: I, I, I understand what you're saying, but you're jumping ahead of even my point. Like, he confronts her. He confronts her directly. He, he tries to warn hold her. Hold on. He confronts her aggressively. Mm. Um, He's very direct, very like, and I just think that what do you expect from Cersei? If you back her into a corner, right. you take away any defense she has. Jamie's not there to defend her. Robert doesn't love her. Um, her her father clearly doesn't think highly of her. She has no friends. She's got her children and she's got the, the hand of the King, like not Ned, but I mean like she's married to the King. Mm -hmm. Everything else is basically taken away from her and Ned is standing there with a spear like a gotcha.
2: Yeah. But I think we saw that at the opening of the show where Ned is, if you're going to be the person to do this, you're going to be the person to do this. 100%. And so, you know, you're a deserter. I've got to cut your head off. And that's what's going to be. So it's like, hey, you're doing all these things. I'm going to go talk about it, but I'm letting you know right now, this is what's going to happen.
0: It, it is Ned trying to be nice.
2: He doesn't want her blood
1: or her kids' blood. And he said this. He doesn't want their blood on his hands. And he knows that he has to tell Robert. Um, We'll get to a little bit more later, but... He knows he has to tell Robert, but he also knows how Robert's going to react. And he wants to give her an opportunity to leave, to go back to Castle Rock. And even though what he said, you know, was that wherever she goes, uh, you know, Robert's wrath will follow. If she goes to Castle Rock, Robert's not doing shit. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, he's not going, he's already said he's not going to, he's not going to move against Tywin Lannister. And, and, and so anyways, I, I think... I agree. This is the wrong decision that you know of, of Ned to make, um, but again, it's the right decision. It's just the wrong decision for this Game of Thrones. And I think it just speaks to, as we get through this episode, we'll see more and more that Ned is not built for this game. Mm-hmm. Ned's not built for King's Landing. That's, that's not his. That's not his uh, comfort zone. It's not something that he's ever going to be successful in because he doesn't deceive people. What you see is what you get. It's black and white. And that's why that's why I love Ned.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, being a. I just lost all words, but like being from Winterfell, like you kind of have to be that. Like if yeah, you're just, it's just a different world. Yeah. You're protecting yourself. You're worried about wildlings or white walkers or winter or whatever. Like it's a hard, it's you a, don't a more have hard enough, life. Yeah, yeah. You don't have enough time to play politics because you're like, well, I got to survive.
1: Yeah. Winter is coming. <laughs> Keith Winter.
2: Here I am. Keith Winter
0: is here I'm right here you came yep on this couch okay <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm glad that you came on on and to the couch to the couch i don't know to the couch and then on the couch we'll um whatever you did i'm glad that you did it uh whoa yeah i just i just thought that like wow that was that was a, that was one way to approach that Ned. <laughs> sure, <yeah. laughs> like, that's that's a Ned way to do it. It is the Ned way to do it, and we see later on that that maybe he could have and should have taken a different approach, but he 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 made his decision. He dug his grave and and he'll lay in it. And
1: I do like uh, one thing that Ned says in that scene too is that uh, Cersei talked about how he had the opportunity to take the Iron Throne, which I've already I've already mentioned this before. It's not really like a King of the Hill kind of thing where like whoever's sitting on it wins, you know, it's...
0: No, but Robert... What Basically, I think that the thought there is like Robert wouldn't have taken it Robert from Robert probably you. wouldn't
1: have taken it. Yeah, yeah,
0: He would have taken it from Jamie just like you took it from Jamie. Correct. Because you wouldn't have taken it from Robert if Robert was sitting there.
1: That's pretty fair. But, but... So she says like that's the worst mistake you ever made and, and he says a great line which is uh, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. That wasn't one of them. And I think... I think even though it doesn't play out well for Ned as we see at the end of this episode, uh I think he would he would probably say that this wasn't a mistake either. We would say that. But for Ned and his character and who he is, I don't think he would say this was a mistake.
2: Like talking to Cersei is was not yeah. a mistake.
1: No, I think I mean if the altern- alternative the alternative is children's blood on his hands and and Cersei's blood on his hands, and you know, he he's not, he's wanting to give people an opportunity to live. He understands the difference between life life and death. He understands what it feels like to take that from somebody. Um, and so I think that, I think he just, he tries to avoid that at all costs. Now, again, not the right decision necessarily, but I don't think he would think it was a, a mistake.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot there. Um, the, the best part being the line I think about the, the Game of Thrones. You, yeah. If you play the Game of Thrones, you live you live or you win or, or you, you die. die. Um and obviously that's one of those moments where you you I smile, I'm like, ah, they did it. Yes. There it is. Uh just like the Leo yeah. theme. Um, it's a good one. Um then we then we cut to still in King's Landing, but Littlefinger's brothel. Um, and he's um coaching.
1: That is a Spicy scene. That's a spicy
0: scene. Uh, yeah. We're sorry for anybody who was uncomfortable <laughs> during that. I mean, yeah. I it's, mean, yeah. Uh, it is... It, it. Nick and I talked about it. It is the, I think, if I remember correctly, the most graphic scene in the whole show. Yeah. It does not grow from here it only goes downhill from here as far as uh the graphic nature of what you see now you still see some stuff sure sure sure
1: they they still show nudity and stuff like that but that is one of those scenes it's like okay
0: what did little is- say because
1: i was a little distracted
0: <laughs> Um, but he, he, do, he, he does have a couple of things that are worth mentioning. Um, and this is
1: going to be just so you guys know, uh, this is going to be some fill in for Keith. Um, so we're, you know, we're filling in some dialogue
2: that he probably missed. Uh, so yeah, yes, go ahead.
0: Yeah. And if you want to miss these kinds of scenes in the future, you can watch on vid angel. angel.
2: We're kind of stealing stuff. We're kind of stealing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: um, I think they have the rights to it now. I think originally they were kind of stealing stuff. No, I think we should stick with they, it. I yeah, I like it though. That's good
0: because if they come after us, it's just publicity. I don't know
1: if y'all have seen them yet, but this the vid angel like founder guy will always do like the Bernie uh meme thing. We were once again asking you to donate because we we're in another lawsuit. Who knew that copyright infringement was a thing illegal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's funny. Those, Especially those against
0: videos. the biggest companies, ABC, oh HBO, God, yeah. Disney, like, or I guess ABC and Disney are all about the same people. But it's the biggest companies in the world. It's not like it, you're going yeah. after some like indie film. Right. You're going after, the, or you're stealing from the, the biggest corporation. Changing and their yeah. product. Yeah. It's not going to work out well for you. Um, but jumping into the scene, uh, some of the dialogue that's important is, is filling in some more of. Uh, Peter Baelish is who we we never say his name, we always call him Littlefinger. His name is Peter Baelish. Um, we dive into a little bit more of his story. Um, he talks about obviously in in more depth than we've already gotten. Uh, the story uh, of his fascination with um, Catelyn Stark uh, and how you know she was betrothed to Brandon Stark. How uh, he loved her. How he cared about her. How Brandon. A stop to that left with him with a scar that he'll remember forever, and then uh, the girls are like, Uh, so you know, she's married, and he's like, No, he actually got himself killed before the wedding day, and they're like, Oh, so like, what happened? and she's like, Well, uh, An even she, more impressive specimen, yeah, she married his brother.
1: <laughs> it was, it's funny because Roz says, Uh, Ross says, Oh, she must be very beautiful, and he goes, No, no. not really impeccable bloodlines though <laughs> it's like okay we really see little fingers uh peter baelish's you know motivations what he's really looking at he, he never really talked about anything that he loved about cat so it was except just for the bloodline thing yeah i mean he said he said i was her confidant I was he this, likes I was he's that.
0: someone who likes to feel important. Power. He likes to feel power. He likes to feel trust from people. He likes to feel like he is a meaningful piece of other people's lives, but not in a in a wholesome way. Kind of in a manipulative like like oh she was betrothed to this other guy. She married this other guy. But I was, I was her solid rock the whole time. Like, right, right. Oh, fuck off.
1: I, I think it's interesting how they open that scene too. He's actually looking out the window down at like, um, sort of the, I won't call them like beggars in the streets, but like they're bathing their kids in the in in the streets. They're, you know, there's babies crying. The lesser, yeah, the lesser half of King's Landing. Um, and he's kind of, I, I think he's almost like. I think it's almost like a nonverbal, that's where I'm from, and now I'm up here in the window. You know what I mean? Um, and then teaches two women how to be whores, um, which I didn't think Roz needed any instruction. But apparently um, she did. I probably wouldn't tell Roz that she needed instruction, but I mean, uh, who knows? And, and I didn't
0: disagree with the instruction.
1: No, but also Littlefinger's seeing a little something in Roz in this too. He He's is. seeing some like, mm, you're asking some... Some you know, interesting
2: questions. Yeah. You have more Maybe you're more than just yeah, a, a warm body. A body, right. Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm disagreeing
2: with the uh sandals that you've got on your socks. The sandals? Oh, oh, oh Justin has uh has sandals. Oh on his socks.
0: shit, I forgot a fashion update. This oh, reminded me, thank you. This is first off. This is high fashion, my this friend. Low fashion. No, this is high fashion. No, you can fuck off. I won't. <laughs> this is Keith, low fashion. Keith Winter going to come on the couch again. No. Nope. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Listen, already here. If, if 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 there wasn't a problem with a couple episodes ago where I said Keith, the I things hope you I have said. have another job lined up, man. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's this or nothing. <laughs> well, they can't be without everybody, and they're already down. We're going to be uh, some bodies.
1: We're going to have to start running some ads because we're going to have to Well,
0: I'm <laughs> just going to have to push more
2: spoilers here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just Nick, you, gotta true. You, got, you got to pay my mortgage. $55 in the, in the jar there. Uh, we have not a had little sad in, about that. In a
0: while. It's been uh, a few episodes. We're doing good. We're mm-hmm. doing good. It's um,
1: coming though. I can tell you that. Just like Keith Winter, Just like Keith is coming. It's coming. <laughs> that.
0: Oh, that was good. Oh, we got him. Um Oh, like the cum. the fashion piece that I <laughs> So anyway, Mr. the fashion piece that Sandals I did, and socks. did forget earlier is, did you guys notice Jamie's armor?
1: Jamie's armor was more Lannister than Kingsguard, which is another piece that I didn't bring up because I know we have a lot to get to. But I never understood how he just gets away with leaving. The Kingsguard is much like the, the Night's Watch. It's for life. You don't get to just come and go.
2: You know well, I guess when your dad owns well that's half yeah the and that's kind of the annoying dead. part
1: is that like they never even really talk about that no one in King's Landing is like any you know, question oh, where he went Jamie, you know, Jamie's he a traitor. Went. Jamie's a this like no it was like oh yeah that that guy does that you know he kind of well, yeah the Kingslayer
2: Lannister right. is can do what he wants to do i
1: just yeah and and obviously he's he's you know fleeing king's landing because he made he attacked the hand of you know the, or mm. you know the hand of the king so, yeah, I mean I just I always felt that that was a little like okay, I feel like we're a little we're having some two different uh like a double standard here. But anyways, yeah, he does wear pretty cool armor. The Lannister colors lend themselves to having some cool fashion choices um and the armor and the helmets and you know how the Lannister soldiers look. They, they I mean, just in general, like the the red tents in the camp, I, yeah, it's it's really cool.
0: His armor was cool, but you brought that up because of my high fashion. Yeah, it's, yeah. These are- um, Let's keep talking about things that the listeners can't see. Yeah, I'll just explain it for a second. Okay. Um, these pants are from Stitch Fix. hmm I haven't loved everything I've gotten from them. That was going to be my next question. Uh, but it's more my own fault. Okay. Because I uh, have lost a little bit of weight. How and, dare you? And, and the shirts I ordered, because I'm kind of in between sizes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've always been in between sizes, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to tell you which sizes. No, we all know. I'm in between sizes. <laughs> That's i <I'm> <laughs> And he's in between a small and a I'm triple XL. I'm still
2: carrying XL.
1: a little holiday weight. <laughs> I'm not
2: a triple XL, you fat mother. I said between a small and a triple XL. Say, those I'm are
1: John, you fat mother.
2: <laughs> those are sizes. <sighs> Justin has also always said that he's fat, and he is nowhere near that i'm he's a liar he's not skinny i'm not skinny
0: nick I, <laughs> nick let me know a few times we went to aquatica recently and nick did let me know a few times that i, just, I am not the best looking I guy rarely there.
1: See, i rarely see i okay i'm
0: not saying that at all i, I look better, I better with a shirt on don't you, i i look better with a shirt on sure but
1: we all do i know nope, that's absolutely. not true not
0: everybody does Well,
1: yeah, not that lifeguard that we talked to. That dude was ripped.
0: That guy looks better with a shirt off. Yeah, screw that guy. No doubt. Yeah, it's like, please don't talk to my wife. you want to, don't even look
1: at her. (laughs) You you look that way. You watch those kids in that pool because they need you way more than my (laughs) wife does, okay? Don't be looking at her in her bathing suit and shit. You watch that pool, you chiseled, amazing looking little motherfucker.
0: He was perfect in every
1: way. And he well, lied to us. He, he told was us a the, liar. He told us the, yeah, Life fest are right around the life corner. Life fest around, around the, the corner.
0: We walked around thing. the
1: whole park. Piece of shit. None Life fest for children. Really attractive piece of shit. He but, was so but, hot. Yeah, he was good.
0: Um, So, fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in between sizes. <laughs> right. Two sizes. One of them is sometimes too small. One of them is sometimes too big. Right. And I just have a hard time. So, when I was ordering from Stitch Fix, I went with the bigger. Mm-hmm. Because I
2: figured, like... Did eh. you give them your exact mes- measurements? Or did you just... Say sizes.
0: I told them sizes for shirts. Okay. The pants, you give them exact measurements. Right. These pants are from Stitch Fix and mm-hmm. they're awesome. Great. I love them. Uh, they're very comfortable. I forgot what they're called, so I can't help you there, but That's they're fine. awesome. Okay. These socks are from Stance, mm-hmm. which is the best sock company in the world. We're not sponsored by Stitch Fix or Stance, <laughs> but but if they want to, here's if some they want to, so they can. These, these sandals that you're shitting on mm-hmm. are from Walmart. Mm hmm. And they you are say. the $10. No, <laughs> they are the $10 Birkenstock knockoff, but not like the ones that look like Birkenstocks. These mm-hmm. are the blue ones. Gotcha. That are rubber. Birken Knox. And <laughs> yeah. you see how they're ripping there? Mm-hmm. They're also ripping on the other side. Right. Those that's, are like the Birkenstocks you buy like in a back alley in New York or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very comfortable. And okay. this, my friend, is what we call high fashion. Right. These pants are brownish, and mm-hmm. I've got a black t shirt on. I would never recommend wearing this out, but when you're in the comfort of your own home studio, you can Ooh. do whatever you want. Yeah, you can. And this is
2: what I've gone with tonight. Right. No, I actually I'm fine with the uh the black and the green brown pants. It's just the sandals and the socks. And it's not what sandals and socks. It's just that I'm wearing sandals. The and sandals and socks.
0: I don't have you ever seen me without socks on? I don't know. Think about it for a second. Well, I don't think I outside look of here. Aquatica. I was gonna say I, outside yeah, of Aquatica. I have you ever seen me without socks on?
1: Probably not, that's um, because I don't not. But wear I also socks. don't see you a shirt on very often. Like I mean, like you know, it's just how it goes. You're not a
2: you're not a, a walk around naked kind of guy. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen you without pants on. So no, <laughs> you,
0: usually, um, okay. usually in most scenarios, I would have worn my shirt at Aquatica. Yeah, because I'm very self conscious about the way that I look. Yeah, but and
1: it's hard because when you're when you're going around the uh, the and you're looking water at park, all these people. Sure. Well, I, for the most part, thankfully, America has a problem with the BCD, so it really makes you feel a little bit better. Um, now, when you talk to that sexy lifeguard, it doesn't help. But it was so hot. But but the issue is, is that you're a lot of the stuff you're doing at the water park is walking to the to the attraction or whatever. Well when you're walking you don't have a shirt on and you're you know you got some got some meat on the bones some jiggle things are jiggling and that's yeah. that's the worst part. I don't really necessarily mind standing uh, in one place but it's when I have to walk I'm like this is this can't be a be
0: I'm gonna be honest with you I was fine until I had a hard time taking my shirt off when I first got there like it took me a couple minutes to get into it and be like, okay, I'm just gonna do it it's fine. Then I was fine felt fine then I went to the bathroom and saw myself in the mirror mm. and i almost mistake number never, one never I do that Almost Don't do that i almost put a shirt back on <laughs> even the jiggle with the walk didn't. luckily bother i was me.
1: peeing by a 450 pound guy <laughs> 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 i he
0: was
1: crack in the mirror behind was, me
0: it was not my favorite moment but i sure. did stick it out i didn't put a shirt on all day when
1: in doubt stick it out
0: and I, and i and, uh, did
2: you get a sunburn nope wow i put on lots of sunscreen it was pretty cloudy very well very cloudy. Was I a, was
0: responsible that's, with Sunscreen. That's not how UV light works. <laughs> it's not. I'm very proud of you. You're correct. Thank you. I appreciate your encouragement. Some of
1: my worst sunburns are days. That it was super cloudy because I was like, oh, it's cloudy. Whatever.
2: This has been Nick Science Quarter. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Justice Back quarter. to Game of Thrones. Back to Game of
0: Thrones. So uh at one point Roz asks Littlefinger, what do you want, my lord? And he says everything. Everything mm. that there is. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of hear from you, Keith, like that. Line can be a throwaway, or it can be a building piece. And And I wanted definitely
2: not a throwaway from him.
0: I wanted to know, in your opinion, what do you think everything for him means? I think it's literally everything.
2: I think as we've watched his character evolve, and you know, knowing what we know about the end uh, of the episode, like he's shown, like, hey, I. I am shady, and I do things to help me get in power, and I want everything.
0: So everything to you, uh, spell it out for me. I think I think everything means anything. Do you think he sees himself on he, the Iron Throne?
2: I don't know if he wants to rule, but I think he wants to
0: be the voice in the ruler's ear. I mean, he's already on the small council. How, how much higher could you get without being I mean, on the throne? Like,
2: being the hand or okay. being whatever, you know, the hand plus I got you here. So you owe me. Yeah. Like, okay. but I like, think it's literally just whatever he can accumulate. That's not like out in the open. Cause he's not a, he's not a ruler. Sorry. That nice. was a fun noise. He's not a, or I don't think he wants to be. And I think his, uh, you know, all the brothels and everything prove that too. Like he's not, he doesn't want to be a legitimate businessman. He doesn't want to be the guy that people come to and, you know, think, oh, what a great man this person is. You know what's
0: interesting about the brothels to me, and you—you you may have missed this because of of censoring and stuff. But um, at one point, the girls invite him to join. Ross does. She says, "Come join us, my lord." And he says, uh, "My heart belongs to another," I'm or saving I'm, myself "I'm saving for myself another. for another." I thought that that was so interesting from a guy who does own lots of brothels, who does covet power. Typically you see that kind of person who would jump at an opportunity to typically a person like that wouldn't wait for an invitation mm-hmm. they would they would insert themselves into a scenario, especially if you're the brothel owner uh, where he would just take that for himself whether it was an invitation or not and he chooses to show some kind of honor.
1: I don't think it's honor I think it's him uh, so little finger a lot of times hmm.
0: I mean, let's be honest here.
2: I don't know if I can get I into I mean, this. is it a little bit of like... You got to be careful.
0: Don't, like,
2: don't do the drugs that you sell type thing. Probably. Like, don't get involved in the businesses that you're doing because that just kind of ruins everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the wine merchant later on that's trying to poison David. Right, says that's, it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: that had a different... Yeah,
1: yeah, different connotation. But he was doing that. But I mean we've all heard. Sure, for short, short. But yeah. but that's true. I mean, like, I'm breaking bad. I mean, Did you they, poison they, they, this wine? No, I did not. I um, did. It was sealed it was when me. I got here. Damn it. Um, yeah, sorry.
0: It's not sealed anymore. <laughs> it's not sealed anymore. <laughs> it's flowing, man.
1: Um, I'm already uh, halfway through this bottle.
2: Um, um
0: half well, I gotta I'll be halfway after this cup.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, the I'm drinking Mountain Dew, zero sugar. Nice. Nicely done. Delicious.
1: Yeah, that's probably worse for you than what, I, what we're drinking. <laughs> well um anyways yeah so Littlefinger, there's a lot to him a lot to his character i don't know if i can get into my response to to what you're saying as far as the the, the not wanting to join roz and and the other extremely attractive girl um and yeah so it's it's it, I, th- I don't think i can get into it um i know that's not good content but well let's sorry. just move
0: on then um so then we jumped unless you have something else to add keith nope then we other jump then i need more spoilers Okay, do you want to keep going? <laughs> yeah, we got to pay my mortgage. You, no, you, no, no, would no, you good. like for Nick to keep yes, going? Nick, I'm please. actually very, very happy with the feel. way the spoiler
1: jar is set out right now where <laughs> I am nowhere near where <laughs> Justin is in there.
0: There's a $45 difference. Yes,
1: so i got a lot of room to play with here. <laughs> Why don't we talk about a Little Fingered? Uh, I'll
0: start bringing more wine.
1: Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to jump to good Winterfell um, where we see Theon and Asha.
1: You're going to get your first C word here.
0: Uh yeah, let's let's get into it. You want to get out of the way or you want to wait?
1: Theon is a cunt. I have a really hard time saying that word, but he embodies what a cunt is. He is a fucking cunt. Expound. So he's coming in and like treating Asha like she's just this little uh, piece of shit. Like he's he's been shat. Maybe maybe he feels like he's been shat upon for the last you know how many years he's been there. And I think it's nine. Anyways, he he's just he's just being a dick bag, and and I think we've gotten feedback from one particular listener that we don't hold the men accountable as much as we hold the women accountable to them being jerks. And Theon is being a huge cunt here. Yeah, he's
0: gross. For the record, just on that point, I will have it known that I have four people on my fuck this character list. Yeah, two men and two women. I'll go through them right now. Joffrey. Fuck Joffrey, mm-hmm. fuck Theon, Theon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fuck Cat, and fuck Cersei.
1: Okay, so fuck I just want to kill one, marry one, go.
0: Um, fuck one, ki- marry one, kill one. I would kill Joffrey instantly, okay. instantaneously. Good. Um, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I. W- <laughs> God, this is rough. I would kill Joffrey immediately, right? And Theon just for good measure. Okay, yeah. Um, I would. God, so this is there you go, Either one. I think Justin would kill all four of them. I think that it's interchangeable. I got one here. I got I, here. No, I think I would marry Cat. Bingo. And I would fuck Cersei. Good choice, because Cat's not going to kill you in your sleep. Cersei. Cat's not going to kill me in my sleep. Yeah. Also, Cat. I think that her fuckness, not like sexual, but like I f- like fuck Cat. Is a little bit justified. We talked about it before. Oh, I talked sure, about it before. Sure. I think that she's dealt with a lot. Cersei has too. Um, but at the end of the day, I think I would rather be married to Catelyn, and because you see her take on loyalty, you see her her yeah, will And Cersei's Oof. just going to fight
1: you. But we agree. <laughs> That we would kill Joffrey, we would and kill Joffrey kill Theon. Yeah. and Theon, yeah, yeah no question, enough. right? You agree? Oh, I agree. So it's hard because like, and and then Maester Lewin comes in and almost and puts Theon in his place. Oh, that so, was so great. Yeah, Theon is is talking to to Asha about like, you know, you say my lord, you're impudent. Like oh, I don't know what impudent means. No, it's impudent, you idiot. Like it, it's, it means rude, disrespectful, and like then he starts to get aggressive with her. And, you know, his favorite whore has left Winterfell. So I guess it's time to take advantage of this new prisoner that we have. And, you know, Lewin comes in, stops it, does a great job there, and then says to Theon that, you know, this is our guest. He says, I thought she was our prisoner. And he puts Theon his place who is also technically a prisoner, and says, are the two mutually exclusive in your experience? Yeah, And he misses the best part. He should have added a you little bitch to it. <laughs> but <laughs> That's not in line. That's what I would have put in Yeah, there. I don't know yeah. if that's a... No, No, Mason Lewin's great. He's a good guy. So anyways, Dion's a cunt. first C word that I'm... And probably the only C word that I'll do because, again, I am not comfortable with that word. But he embodies it, <sighs> and so I think it's, it's worth using.
0: I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it. You in, have. In recent... Days
1: you got like British, comfortable with
0: it, <laughs> not quite, I but think, I'm getting there. I think that's Australian,
2: uh,
1: I think, yeah, it's, I think both. it's both, but yeah, I think Australians use like every other word. Oh, yeah,
0: um, so Asha, uh, or, or Theon mentions that my father is Lord, um, and Asha has a great comeback. She says, because she's very attitude with him, she is good, which I like. Yeah, her. she says, What's that got to do with you? <laughs> Um And I just thought that uh, amongst other things, that was a good opportunity to slap Theon around a little bit. Cause yeah. The plus bitch.
1: Is, and we learn more about the wildling you know, culture later on. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and another thing I was going to get into, and this is kind of how this scene ends um, is they start talking about the things, you know, and, and the things that, uh, you know, are moving and, and awake at night. Not
1: talking about owls and shadow cats. Yeah. That was
0: pretty, pretty good. good right? Um. Uh. Like she says the, the things were sleeping and they ain't sleeping no more. And um, obviously that's a little bit of like, we've gotten this talk about the this this presence north of the wall. We saw in episode one, these beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see up to this point, the only people that we've seen uh, believe in, in um, whatever this thing is, are people who've been north of the wall. Mm-hmm. So wildlings and Benjen Stark, who kind of like talked about how like there, no, there's some stuff out there. He doesn't say specifically what, yeah, right. but he does say that like, it's not just fairy tales. Yeah. He you know, alludes th- there's to There's some for stuff sure. there. Right. Um, and we'll get into it here in a little bit because obviously we we get a, a, a some kind of weird thing happen later with Ghost. Um, but that's how that scene ended. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. Um, then we see the wall. Uh, John and Sam, Sam. are on top of the wall. It's been a few episodes two, two now. Two episodes, yeah. And there's a rider. We hear one one horn. You know, they, they mentioned we got to go to the horn. We got to blast the horn. One blast is for Rangers returning. Mm-hmm. Two blasts is for wildlings. wildlings, and three blasts is for. He didn't. He didn't say. He just left it open. He stopped. Well, he he
1: probably said it, but we got Kit Harrington's line over the top of his, um, because Kit Harrington's realizing that there's actually no rider on that horse. That's that's you know galloping.
0: Well, down. the first thing he realized he mentions is because at first they're like uh, rangers. Why is he alone? And he says why is he alone? Yeah. And then he realizes, wait, there's no rider on this horse. We gotta get down there. And so they get down there and, and he says, That's my Uncle Benjamin's horse. You
1: get your fantasy elevator. Yep. You get, you get, I get my fantasy elevator. Yeah.
0: I also
2: I feel uh nervous for John because Sam's elevator? No, Sam's standing way too close to him oh, yeah. on top of that wall. <laughs> and Sam is not a uh dexterous No <laughs> clumsy character. Yeah, yeah he is sure. a very clumsy person. So And yeah. I,
1: and I, this shows this episode shows a little bit into why Sam is on my top four ish characters in the show. He's just so lovable. He's so funny. He's just this, you know, it's just this comedic relief that John needs. John's a very serious person, you know, very serious person and needs somebody like Sam to just like, I'd like to hear a song. Pip. (laughs) That was pretty great. It's great. Anyways. Sorry. So yeah, I just saw the elevator and I was like,
0: Oh, he's going to be happy.
2: Yeah, there was fantasy elevator. Yeah. You love those. It's, It's weird.
0: Anything else about that scene? I mean, it was just a ominous, where's Benjamin? Yeah, that's Do you have any thoughts horse. on where Benjamin yeah. is or what he's up to?
2: I mean, I can make up a whole bunch of you stuff. You think but, he's in peril yeah. or do you think it's... I'd like to hear you make up
0: a whole bunch of stuff. Happenstance.
2: I mean, I don't imagine that his horse just escaped on its own. I mean, it's probably well-trained and that's why it came back, but I'm sure something
0: happened. Okay. Um, I You nope. know, the the fact uh, that there wasn't like a note or anything nice on try.
1: there. Nice <laughs> try. Nice try. What I, I was
0: going to get him. He's trying to
2: get me to spoil stuff. I was trying to beta spoiler. But well, what out do of you them? think happened? Yeah, right. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um then, then we cut to Winterfell pretty abruptly, uh, where Rinley kind of like runs in. King's Landing. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, that's what I said. I was just making sure. Yeah. That's what I said. What did you I'm think? I'm not I trying
1: said? to like be a jerk and correct you. I'm just making sure that like we're hear? not confusing you.
0: You said Winterfell. No, I didn't.
1: We have this recorded.
0: I didn't say that. I said King's Landing. All right, Landing. let's oh, rewind. You're it. right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. In King's Landing, for all you motherfuckers, um, we see Rinley run into Ned, Ned's in the in, in the hallway and or courtyard hallway kind of thing.
1: That's a garbage. It's a gar- you mentioned this a couple episodes ago, that the they did an incredible job casting for the show overall. Rinley leaves some to be desired. You you mentioned that a couple episodes ago, and I think this scene. I think he was the a, next scene with him is like, Dan. You could pre- you probably could have delivered those better, like the the, the scene where he comes in, like, Robert, a boar. We were hunting, and then he just runs off. I mean, maybe that's part of him, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I guess. I mean, I understand. Like in that scenario, you're you you're so excited. There's so much like not excited, but like there's so much adrenaline pumping through your veins. You have right. a hard time coming up with words. I understand that. I just felt like. Again, the ninth or and tenth time watching it through,
2: mm-hmm. it was just a little, <sighs> dude, you boring.
1: Yeah, you could have done better. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was Ned, boring quick. for Robert, you. you. know, like I, I don't know. You but were bored. <laughs> I thought. Thank you. Good one. Thank good one. you. I thought. I thought it could be could have been delivered better.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> I, I mean, I mentioned it before. I mean, I'll I'll say it again. I think that Renly, while he in the books is a good character, I think that they missed on the casting. And it's impossible to nail on a show with this much cast. Every one of them. It's hard to nail them all. We've seen Renly enough to where I wish that it had been a stronger casting. But um, he's, he's an important enough character, and we've seen him enough already, that he would be hard to... Put you on a spot here. <clears throat> what? Who
1: would you cast in that role, if you could choose anybody?
0: Man... Um, you nick. We can come back. <laughs> I'd cast you. <laughs> Bad idea. I would have to think about it. You know, you know who I think would be a great cast. He doesn't necessarily look the part, but just close your eyes and think about him delivering is Tom Hiddleston.
1: Ooh, I was going to go Tom Holland.
0: Tom Holland's too young. he's pretty young. Tom Holland's very Tom Rinley has the beard and yeah. it lets you know that he's an adult. Tom Holland looks like a baby boy. Okay, he's yeah. not. I think he's an adult. He's, yeah, he's older than he looks. I think but it would
1: add some to it of like Ned's response of like you you you're not a leader. Like you're not a yeah. It
0: would in that element yes. But they what they did because in this in the books he probably is as as he probably yeah. is a baby. But in the show that they were trying to cast older and i don't think that holland would have help me fit out here there.
1: who's who's you know what what character is, is loki. loki loki okay yeah 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 I mean, uh,
2: yeah
0: i'd cast him in anything he's, sure he, no he's, he's fine. a
1: very i thought that was who it was i still not be wrong but
0: i had to think about someone who wasn't too serious and could deliver some like lighthearted Ooh. because i thought some you know but you don't want to go too over the top with humor like chris pratt you couldn't do because I he's
1: i can't think of something that he plays though that's not like mischievous you know has some some level of uh of of villain to him, which Rinley doesn't. Rinley's. no, a, but you know, I just
0: think Tom Hiddleston's a phenomenal actor. Sure. Like, oh, no, um, yeah,
1: you definitely. I'm not I'm yeah, that's true. Although Chris Pratt pretty, just did
0: uh Tomorrow War.
2: Did you watch that? I did. Uh I recommend it as a movie. <laughs> okay. Is <laughs> a my yeah. endorsement of that one. I'll
0: watch it. It I wasn't swear. bad. I it was I trust, just I trust your
2: opinion. Weird. The time the time travel was an interesting thought process. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else uh, you could it's, cast it's in, the, it's in the trailer. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, hey, exactly. we're from the future. The
1: only thing I know about that is that it came uh, like wrapped around my last Amazon delivery. Mm-hmm. It was, I was like, OK, I got an Amazon package. Why is Chris Pratt in my box? That's kind of funny. I kept it just for fun.
0: You know who else could be a good cast for that? Your mother. I don't remember his name. Just he's moves right past he's the... Yeah, that's the best way to do it. The youngest Shelby brother oh. in Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah.
1: I he's, don't know his he's name. He's
0: more serious. He's young. Is John Shelby? Oh, Maybe. no, no. no. The, the,
2: the really young one? No, no, no. The, okay. the
0: the younger one who's a part of the crew. Can oh, we spoil Alfred. that
2: one? What? I don't know. I'm just saying names. Not
0: it, Arthur. Can I
2: spoil that one? Are you going to watch I, it, it is John. Spoil what one?
0: Are you going to watch Peaky, Peaky Blinders? Blinders? I don't... Think so? I don't know. So this you is a like spoiler pieces. He probably won't. This is a spoiler for Peaky Blinders. The one who dies. The one who dies.
1: Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's John Shelby. I think
0: that that's right. That sounds right. That'd be an interesting one because he's a little more serious. But I think that he could. He's a better actor. By the way, one. if
1: you haven't watched Peaky Blinders, God, watch John it.
0: John dies. Apparently, that's one of my top. That's probably my. <laughs> num- that's probably my number two. Snape Snape kills John. <laughs>
1: Dave kills John. John kills Dumbledore. It's a whole It's, thing. it's a that's weird... probably my number,
0: my number two favorite television show. It's a great
1: one, man. It is good.
0: Uh, followed by Vikings. Yeah,
1: that's a good one, too.
0: And the, uh, it's hard to not throw The Office and Seinfeld to run up the top a five. different. they They're different.
1: Well, they're what different. about like The Last Airbender? Again, different.
0: Different. But yeah, when definitely. you're talking about this kind of like drama... And I
1: think The Last Airbender is good, oh, so good, and it's good for a cartoon. It's good for anime. I don't, don't know if it... I'm not sure if it. Like, don't put qualifiers on this okay, show. Okay, that's fair. That's it's fair. good for a it's show. It's very good. I'm not, yeah.
0: Airbender is better than Korra, by the way. Oh, I, sure. I don't think that's a hot take.
1: I did think the first two seasons of Legend of Korra, which I, I don't know if I've gotten past season two, um, I think the first two seasons I have enjoyed better than the first two seasons of Airbender. Um, now, I don't know if it keeps going that way because the end of Last Airbender, the last couple were. Great. Well, well
2: you, you got to learn about the characters before you get to them being.
1: Well, good. we're six episodes, Cora, seven episodes in, and we've lost four main characters so far.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Cora builds on the story of Airbender, whereas Airbender had to build the whole world and the whole story. True. Right? True. And I also true. think, for me, and now we're an Airbender podcast. For me.
2: Uh, it was okay that Aang and the and everyone else was a little annoying because they were kids still and trying to figure themselves out. But Korra was older, so yeah. like her annoyingness was like
0: oh, it was like, more annoying. Yeah, because you're <laughs> or, an adult or yeah. almost an adult. Figure this out, come on. Anyway, yeah, she was older for sure. Yeah. So to answer your question, Where are we at? I think John Shelby would have been a, a better cast. Um, huh. I wouldn't
1: have gone with that one. That's, that's a that's a hot. That's a hot He's tank. also
0: a budget friendly cast. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston would have broken the bank. I think Renly is a budget friendly, uh, right? Yeah, he is, and that's why he's not as great of an actor. I don't even but know who he, is. He, he does fine. It's it's fine. It's it leaves a little want- in wanting. But up until this point, Renly hasn't. He been... Also,
1: could have been the writing because I think they have to. I mean, they like we talked about they they do stick close to the books the books in season one. Um, so maybe that's a I don't really know, but maybe that's a. A line from the book that they felt like, okay, let's keep that in there. And in the book, you do have to do that. Like, oh, you're Ridley, you don't know, Renly for- runs in out of breath, and you know, Robert, oh boy, yeah, we were hunting, and then Renly runs away, and you know, so- you don't know
0: what my first answer was, and this is my first answer anytime someone mentions casting of anything. Tom Hiddleston, no, no. Oh. My first answer is Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah, I think that might have been a, a miscast,
1: dude. Too. Idris Elba as Ned. I would I, I, badass, yeah, bro. Yeah.
0: Uh, my second answer to that question always, always is Tom Hardy. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. And so I love Tom. Hardy. <laughs> both of them are way too big, you know. But Tom Hiddleston is too. That's, that's why I was trying to think of someone less. Swap, if swap if, Idris for uh,
2: uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. You could, do, you, could do that. a, you could do that. You could yeah, do that. That's a cool swap.
0: Yeah, it would be a cool swap. Now, Jason... now He's still um, not
1: as physically intimidating as Jason Momoa is. N- correct. I think he Again, could Again, why I like to imagine he has a tiny penis. Because I need to know... He doesn't. <laughs> does he show it in something? He doesn't. Every, oh, you've, in you've had sexual relations with Jason Momoa to where you know. Okay. Listeners, Justin but is he winking super he ever, creepily. Do we ever see Jason Momoa's penis And also Momoa's pointing at his in, socks
2: and sandals. It's weird.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Any anyway, okay, I was just genuinely interested in Jason Momoa's junk. So, we do we know of anything that he There's a there's I a I think that's another podcast. That there's Justin's a on. there's a
0: picture on the internet where he's wearing these pants that show it.
1: Okay. Could be stuffed. Nick
2: is. Nick is, is furiously googling it's right now.
0: Stuffed. Flames are flying <laughs> off of his Android phone. Let's oh. somehow reel this back in because this got wild. No, this is what the listeners want to hear. Ridley, really? <laughs> give the people what they want. No one knows what we uh, To go, go look on our Instagram. Uh, I. And you can put the we picture have up there. Jason there. The no, junk no, picture By with the an time, arrow pointing. No, that'll to the be tip. on Nick's Instagram
2: account, which this week is. It is. Uh,
1: what's up, Holmes?
2: Right. underscore one, obviously, because
1: okay. uh, I think the Bud Light commercial got it back in the day. Mm. At what's up, homes. Two S's, one P, Holmes with an L, because that's the last name. Mm-hmm. underscore one, because Bud Light beat me to it.
0: Right. Is this your real estate account, or is this? No, no, that's no, this uh, is this totally Jason Momoa way,
1: fan page. Different. Oh. <laughs> this is strictly Jason Momoa dick pics. That's what we that's what we share on that. I Instagram need page. to follow that. Immediately. We're getting actually the followers are coming in right now. <laughs>
0: Gross. Ding ding ding. Um. So, (laughs) I hate this. Renly summons Ned to the king's chambers, where we see Robert in bed, and he's surrounded by people that I don't care for. First, talking to Joffrey. He is talking to Joffrey.
2: Why by would way? you ever want to do that?
0: Quick 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 <laughs> thought. <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. Joffrey. He cuts
1: it off real quick though. He's like, "All right, yeah, get, get out, out of here. You don't want to see this. this. I'm done talking to you. I was never meant to be a father." Like, um, what a terrible thing to say on your deathbed. Whatever. He's You're dying. dying. It doesn't matter. I should have spent more time with you. I was never meant to be a father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I suck at this and now I'm going to suck some more. Get out. Yeah, seriously,
1: get out of here. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die now.
0: Well,
2: I mean it's Joffrey. He knew he was talking to Sure. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Uh, then when, then they get into where Robert's kind of got his humor. Uh you know, he, he never lets that to the very end. He carries it to the end. Uh he talks about the funeral feast and how he wants everyone to be the biggest ever I want everyone to, to taste the, the board that, boar that got me. Um, <laughs> Robert what what a sad, murdered by a pig.
1: Sad way to go. It's a sad way to go. It's a tough death. You don't see it. You know, you, you, you just you see them hunting. You understand he's getting drunk because he's drinking more wine, more wine, more well, wine. You know that Lannister boy. Oh. Oh. You caught that. Yeah, because they, they talked about it. Yeah, Varys, Varys actually points it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, you but, know, I don't
0: think that I noticed it until this watch through. The first two times that I watched the show, I don't think I ever caught it.
1: So that's the Barristan look in in, ep- in the last episode that I couldn't say. But Barrison is looking... When, uh, when Robert says more wine, I'm talking mm-hmm. to Keith now. Like When Robert says more wine, and Lancel... Actually, no, Robert doesn't say it. Lancel just runs up like, more wine, my lord? And so, Barrison like, kind of has this weird look. And you think it's to Rinley's thing of like, yeah, he's talking about good old days. I've seen lots of good old days. Right, None and then he stamps good. off. And right. Rah, rah, rah. But what he's actually... It seems like now looking back, he's probably thinking more like, man, that Lancel kid is, you know, just nonstop giving this dude wine and not and, and Robert's not asking for it. He's just continuing to pour it down his throat. And so, yeah, that's an interesting pickup. Um, that being said, it's also like, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's an interesting scene with Robert there because you see someone on their deathbed, which is funny. Like you, you don't Really, that's get, always hilarious. I mean, no, like, and up until this point
0: in the show, we haven't gotten that.
1: He's a soldier, though. He's a soldier that that like he's been he's been seeing this coming for for years. Now he knew, never knew what it was going to get him. It's you know, it's a there's a Hamilton kind of theme there of like, is this where it gets me on my feet? The enemy ahead of me, like you don't you don't know when that's coming, but you know it is coming. Right. You know what I mean? So just like Keith Winter, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> it's some it is something that like. He's he's been preparing for his entire life, and so now he's like, "Hey, give me something for the pain, you know, and let me die, right? Uh, You know, he's not fighting it. He's just kind of like, you know what, it's better this way. I was I wanted to drink whore, you know, whore and uh, something myself, eat, drink whore myself to to an early grave. Well,
2: you did it." There well, you go. I mean, he bored himself to an early grave. But Whoa, good one. Yeah, thanks. Good one. I'm going to keep making that joke throughout this episode. <laughs>
0: so then we see, uh, and this is really, really brief, but I think that I noticed it because of the previous conversation between Cersei and Ned. Cersei, when, when Ned dismisses everybody, I mean, when Robert dismisses yeah. everybody, Cersei has a really weird fake, like pseudo affectionate, like, oh, my love. We want to stay. Like, fuck off and that obviously is clearly her it's gonna, trying to stop i don't stop want them talking to tell him something right and she's concerned no obviously that doesn't come into fruition it's it's
2: you it, can see ned wrestling
0: you but, can and they mentioned the well, inside when the he episode. changes that
2: the words to yeah air and right not Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. he
1: caught it too. he caught obviously
0: it. they show it but i didn't know if you right.
1: I didn't catch it my first time walking through or uh, watching through because I was trying to read the other words on, on the
0: so, page. So, we'll, to explain what we're talking about, which you, as a listener, probably know, but Cersei tries to stop Ned and uh, Robert having any alone time. Mm-hmm. Robert puts an end to Wait. that. They. Uh,
1: my favorite thing is <laughs> when you burp into the microphone. It's literally my I didn't favorite burp thing. into the microphone. <laughs> I burped away from it. it Call the hotline. Tell us if you burped into the microphone or not. I didn't burp
0: into it. I burped away as together, together a master cut ears. of all of the audio. In my ears. I didn't hear it. Thank you. Uh then we see then we see the scene where uh Robert tells Ned to grab the parchment and the in the in, you know, the I don't know if he says pen or quill or whatever. But um he's writing Robert's
2: Last decree, which Lauren made a good point. You probably want someone else in the room for this. Justin
1: said the same thing. A
2: hundred percent.
0: I have no idea why Robert would dismiss everybody. Everyone now, I could understand dismissing Cersei. I could understand dismissing Joffrey, but to dismiss bear, to dismiss to Joffrey, half right. your small council.
1: If I can play devil's advocate, please go do. ahead. The reason would be. Because so Ned brings it in later when he's talking to Sir Barrison in the throne room and says, Sir Barrison, I believe that no one in this room could question your honor. And pretty much people agree with that. And so they so he that's who he gives to read that letter. I think Robert believes that no one could really question Ned's honor. Robert doesn't know all this shit that's going on in the background. He sure. knows it he knows it's happening necessarily because it's in King's Landing, but he doesn't know particularly like what Ned's talked to Cersei about? What Ned has talked to Littlefinger about? What Ned has talked to Varys about? All of these different, you know, uh, storylines and plot lines and and people's motivations. He doesn't really take that into account. He's taking into account that, like, I'm trying to make sure that my probably at this point 13 year old son is not thrown onto this throne to the point where he's gonna, you know, he's gonna wreck the kingdoms. He's gonna wreck his own life uh, he's trying to make sure that he's taking care of things before he leaves. And I think he just believes in his heart that no one's going to question Ned's honor. Now that doesn't play out very well because Ned, you know, uh, because other people are are playing the game, you know what I mean? And ned has been doing
0: some shit behind, behind his back. Um, but yeah, so I I agree with Lauren. Um, I have mentioned, I think every time you and I have watched yeah, the show no, together. That's the, right, like, that's the right thing to do. Why the yeah. fuck is he doing this alone? Um, That is a point that makes sense Lauren's to me, Lauren's very smart. She's a very smart person. She's a very smart person. Yeah. Um, Good for Lauren. Then he gets into writing, obviously, the words, and he changes them to my rightful heir. Instead of Joffrey. Instead of Joffrey, because Robert clearly says, until Joffrey comes of age... Ned writes until my rifle heir comes of age and then, uh, you know, tells him to seal it, you know, give it to the council after I'm dead. Um, And then they have a kind of a weird goodbye. It's not like the goodbye you would expect between. Because we've seen old friends. We've seen Robert be vulnerable. We've seen him be the guy who would say like a meaningful goodbye. Mm -hmm. Ned, I wouldn't have expected anything else from. Um, They had it before he went on the hunt. Yeah, but this is different. Yeah.
1: No, I understand. I'm just saying that's where it was. Like, Robert Robert bore his soul. See what it did yes, there? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I see, you know, then his soul um, was bored. So, and yeah, and so, you know, I, I think that Robert's tired of talking. He's got a hole in his side. Um, yeah, and it's sad because Robert's sure cool. he is, you know, commits some domestic violence every once in a while, but, you know, well, he is a he's Which a great, is condemnable.
2: I guess I need correct. to take back my cool statement. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's a great character. It's um, fun to watch. It, Emily made a good point to you know you bringing up Lauren. Uh, so Emily said like hey look, you know one of the cool parts about this show is that uh, people don't people people you know are are drawn to different characters. I'm drawn to Robert because I'm a I'm a, a a guy's guy that likes to drink and laugh and and you know male friendship, male bonding, stuff like that. That's that's my shit. But she's drawn to people like Cersei, to people like Kat, to people you know. Yeah, and 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 we're just <laughs> sitting here talking shit just about just both made. of them. Be, but but she's she's drawn to them because she understands the depth and the the emotions that go into all of those decisions. And <laughs> I am uh, looking at a, a, a baby Yoda uh, flapping his ears at me um, because <laughs> I think what he I Justin. think Justin is done with that bottle of wine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm through it. Yeah, yeah, time for a new one. So,
1: anyways, it's it's an interesting part of the show. It's one of the reasons why I love it. It's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people love it is because you can be drawn as different characters. I'm drawn to Robert, and it's sad for me that he dies, even though there are con- condemnable pieces of his personality, one of which the uh, misogynistic nature.
0: And the domestic violence.
1: Yeah, I think that goes into...
0: It does a little bit, but not every misogynist is a abuser. Sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, then we get you into heard it here first. Right. folks. <laughs> bloop, bloop. <laughs> Ned's Ned's leaving. Robert stops him and tells him, um, basically, "Hey, that whole th- stuff with Danny, like, put it yeah. into it." Yeah, that was a good like, good move. That was a good move. It was a good like last decree. Yeah, and, and when, again,
2: when we were jerking joking earlier, I was we were like, jerking. Oh, jerking. <laughs> when
0: we were joking
2: earlier, I was we were like, jerking it earlier. And hey, we were talking. Ned, Ned made a good decision. Don't kill Danny.
1: Right, exactly. Good yeah, job, Ned. That that's what I was going to say. It, it does go back. We were having that conversation about that, mm-hmm. and Ned or Robert says, "You know, no one tell me
2: no except for you." You know, right. That's the right thing to do. Well, and then we see the consequences.
0: Then Ned leaves the room, uh, and then we see the scene where they're talking about the Lannister. They're talking about um, Lancel Lancel giving him the wine. They talk about that a little bit, draw Mm. some uh, attention to it. And then we jump over to Vice Dothrak, where we see Danny and Khal Drogo. Uh, They're having a conversation about the chair. And he mentions basically like a king doesn't need a chair. You know, a king basically has a horse and that's good enough. Um, And then we jump to the marketplace. And obviously this is a pivotal scene. Uh, We see Jorah leave,
1: yeah, I think that that conversation between Drogo and and uh, Danny is is important because of later in the episode. Well, um, because I, I agree. Yeah, she, in that in that moment, she's trying kind to of, kind of kind of kind of talk him into like, hey, we should uh, we should head over to that Westeros place. I hear it's kind of you know happening, and we should do that. But. You know, Drogo's like, we don't we don't need to go there. Right. And she's trying to talk him into it and all that. So I think it does it is important for later on. Um, but as we, you know, as we move into the the market scene, uh, I think you know, Jorah and Danny are talking about um that particularly in that and 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 Justin's going for number two. I my favorite Justin is the Justin that is that drinks. Because Justin doesn't drink very often, as far as like 2XS, and so far we've seen a bottle of wine, and I think you're about to hear, as a listener, if you listen real closely, I think you're about to hear one of the greatest sounds in the world, which is a can pop, and that is not the recorded one on the board, that is an actual can.
0: It's live in person. It is
1: live in person, and I'm excited about it. Now, the good part is that beer has like 0.8% alcohol in it, so... It's tasty, though. It is tasty. This it's is the grapefruit one.
0: Showhofer. Shuff offer this week, Schaffner wife and the grapefruit beer that I first was introduced to at Disney. Uh, oh wow, well. yeah,
1: you get it on that German side, right?
0: Yep, yep.
1: They it's have phenomenal. on draft, it, and and also served at Publix. <laughs> you know, Epcot They're on draft at
0: Publix and Publix. Who knew? I discovered it at Food and Wine, and then bought it at Publix. Yeah. Uh Anyway, what a fancy lad. so yeah, then we're then we're in. We see uh, Jora is given a pardon. We're not really sure why, except that in previous episodes, obviously, Jorah's been brought up in the small council where they're talking about... um, Basically, that's where where they're getting their info. Um, And so you can imagine, you can probably connect some dots there that that he had some sort of hand in the... See, I was thinking he
2: had some sort of hand in the Danny being poisoned thing and that they wanted some sort of war to happen. And so he was supposed to stop the wine... Person from poisoning her.
0: You think he was supposed to stop it?
2: I think so. Why? Uh, I don't know. To increase the war. Oh, to have have more fighting. See, I Mm. like, like, like they weren't going to come over the sea, but now that they've attacked Danny, you're, you know, encouraging them. Oh, the Dothraki. Yeah, you're encouraging the Dothraki to come over and start fighting.
0: Interesting. That's that's a thought. That's, that's a, a hot take, take that I had not take. I had not had up until this point in any of the huh. four watch-throughs that I've done so far. Was mm-hmm. that was that this was part of the plan? I kind of got that. Like the plan was that Jorah would feed information to set up an assassination. I think Jorah
1: himself is surprised that he's getting that pardon, and Jorah is kind of wondering. Why am I getting this part? In I don't
0: know. He does kind of he does dismiss himself from Danny's presence and he's very adamant like no, you stay here. I'm going to go check and see but if there's he's any surprised letters. with that
1: little kid who Yeah, yeah, correct. Kid's I think the letters are I think the letters are part of the back and forth information uh, and questions that are being um, you know exchanged between him and the people in Kings Landing. Well, we
0: saw a few episodes ago. I don't remember exactly when it was, but he... He was like, I got a ride. I'm out. He's got a ride. And we can assume that where he was going was to check for info. Yeah, right. Because shortly after that, we learned that that's where the small council, Varys specifically, is getting his info about Danny from. So we kind of... That's an interesting
1: take, though, Keith. I mean, I I don't know about it, but... um, Well, because,
0: I mean, in my head,
2: it all of this feels like they're either leading me on or they're trying to drop clues. Like going back a little bit to the, uh, Lannister boy giving Robert wine, like either that's a hint, like, Oh, Hey, maybe something shady happened or it's the spider being like, Hey, let me stir this pot. A little isn't bit. this, yeah.
0: Isn't this crazy? I mentioned Stark, a couple episodes Wolf and ago, and the lion about, hi, about Varys's, uh, focus being his love of chaos. Mm hmm. So, Varys kind of introducing that conversation about Lancel so could be that. Right. And then now here we've got, oh hey, you've saved Danny.
2: You're like her trusted guy now. You can do, you can you can lead them. You can you can mm-hmm. point them in the way that we want them to go and cause a little bit more chaos here. Or it could have just been I yeah, cool I, mean, I think I
1: think Varys has uh actually shown that his it's hard but I think that he said to to Ned, "But what would be better for the realm? You know what what what's good for the realm is mm-hmm. good for all." Uh, ch- kind of talking about the whole you know killing Danny thing, and you know sometimes we have to you know shed some blood to to keep some other you know all, the ethical battle there. Right. Um, Varus is Varys is uh, you know only Varys cares about the realm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that what he's saying when it comes to the Lancel thing is he's trying to get Ned to make the difficult decision, which is fuck Cersei and her children. You take over because you've already been given it by the king, but you're too much of a little bitch to be able to, 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 to actually take over. And you've got to figure out that these people are bad. These people are... It, it, there, there's stuff going on behind the scenes that you're not seeing. Let me, let me shed some light on it. And um, see,
2: I would agree with you on that. Had that scene of him talking about the lion and the wolf being at their, each other's throats not happened, well, I think that was the that was the that was the line that
1: was. This game is no longer a game for two for two players. It and someone says it never was, whether right. it's Illyrio or but or like, he
2: hasn't at least that I've seen he hasn't been helping Ned. To take the throne, or to yeah. say get rid of Cersei and, and Joffrey and everyone. Yeah, he's just um, like been there. I
1: think he knows that that Joffrey's not the best option for the realm. But oh, I think everyone knows that. Go, yeah, going because, back, yeah, because just, uh, uh, fuck Joffrey. There right. you go. Going back to Vase Dothrak, like he. So I I take it as Jorah is surprised that he got a pardon, and it's kind of like, hmm, why did I get this? Oh shit! They're actually, you know, I gave them so much information. They now think that Danny is somebody they should eliminate. And he's watching from afar this conversation with the wine merchant that's happening.
0: Um, See, I disagree. I think that okay. there's no way he didn't know that's what was the plan all along. Because Jorah had existed in Westeros for long enough to know about Varys, to know about who he was dealing with, to know about the spider, the rumors... I think Jor was a part of the plan, and he knew it. I don't think that this was a surprise or a shock. I just think—I mean, he was continually going back to get letter. Why else would you be feeding information? Um, I
1: think maybe just to keep tabs. I mean, I, I don't—I don't know if he thought just like Ned. I mean, and he comes from a similar part of the part of the kingdoms as Ned. He comes from the north. That I don't know if he thought that they would actually uh,
2: try to kill her. You know, I don't think they. I think that they. He thought that maybe they would focus on Viserys. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, to argue against myself a little bit, Viserys might have been the threat, and Danny was right.
0: Just but now that Viserys is dead, there. but yeah, but don't that, they adjust their. But focus? that happened so
2: recently that, like, hey, your pardon, thanks. Yeah,
0: but but the conversation with the small council where Ned was a part of it, and he and Robert had the falling out, was about both of the Targaryen siblings and. Danny's at that point, potential future child. Yeah, but Jorah wasn't
2: privy to that conversation. He could have just been thinking about Viserys.
1: Yeah, I I just... I mean, that's how I took it. And that's what's interesting about... this. what's interesting about our podcast is that we have multiple different uh, perspectives here. I think it's interesting,
0: though, because that is true. But you and I have both seen the show, and we have different takes on this. You think that Jorah is less... Informed, and I think that he's more. I'm informed. not
1: as big a fan of Jorah as you are, and that's. that's I'm not talking difference. about being a fan. Well, no, of, no, but but that's but that's the. Di- I, I think that I'm sitting here thinking, well, Jorah. Well, yeah, I guess you're thinking that Jorah was the fan was a part of it all along. I think he's part of it, which it, which attempt. actually
0: flips our. Yeah. Because I like true. him more than Good you point. do. Yeah.
3: I don't like.
0: Yeah. I, don't love and I Jorah. like Jorah.
1: Okay. I, I think I that I that we probably you liked him more. No,
0: I think we probably both feel. The I same. like Jorah. Yeah, likes Jorah. You like Illyrio. <laughs> and you think Illyrio is Jorah I don't think if Illyria. you don't get that joke go back and listen to the other ones <laughs> uh, episode like two um, just download it I, have to listen. I don't love Jorah but I think that um, I mean you and I have both seen the show and so we know how this all unfolds but I think up to this point Jorah is more in the loop than you do
1: um you've yeah. seen the show 58 times i just didn't it well i just don't think that jorah if he'd have known if he'd have known that the end game was and i think it might have played might plays to who jorah is is a jorah's a soldier just like ned just like you know robert
0: i think he, he turns his head a, to you have to know he's a,
1: give me that give me the orders and I'll why the fuck
0: out. else would would the king through varus be inquiring about the targaryens they want to know their movements. I don't know, know if he knows know what, what's going through on.
1: Varys. I think it was just Varys wanting information, and Varys no, wants information from everywhere around the... You're giving Joran out okay. here. All right. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I just because think you see it on his face that he's like, hmm, what's going on? Oh, shit, that's what's going on. You know I, what? I can't do this. I'm not a part of this anymore. Here you go.
0: I think there's other elements at play.
1: Let me go make this guy drink his own poison wine. That
0: you and I will talk about later.
1: And then he's got to show his little penis.
0: Because we can't. Yeah. He. Well, it's not.
1: It's not that little. That little. (laughs) If that's if that's that's fully (laughs) flaccid.
0: If that's totally soft, is not that
1: little.
2: (laughs) This This is. This is bad.
1: I think we both figured out what size penises we have based on our based on our I think we all our did. protection of that guy's penis. I think I think I think we just did that. Here's I think what we I'm just saying, told the world. Here's
0: what I'm saying. I <laughs> hope that he fluffed a little bit before this. Sitting. That's
1: why I'm laughing so hard, is because we just offended this guy's flaccid penis to the world. <laughs> it's it's not Jason Momoa sized. We'll be I mean like seriously, we oh man, it's not that small. <laughs> It's average.
0: I hope. I hope he fluffed. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Um, it might be a prosthetic. It might be a prosthetic. It might be. I hope it is. It's uh, they all are. It's. Are they? <laughs> sure. It's different. Um. What, a, if his, what if his? What his? It's not in the behind that. flopping around
1: behind that horse. And there was like a fist on the end of it. Like a like a like a dildo. For you. <laughs> like, or
0: well, I was gonna think this. like a like a lance. Like uh. Yeah. And like, you thought dildo, and I thought lance. No, I guess. I always, jump,
1: I always jumped a dildo.
0: When they're jousting and they have the lances, and some of them, like the one in the Night's Tale, has the fist on it. The fist on the It's uh, right, like the cover made of charcoal or something, it's and it your bursts, lance. and it has a spike in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that's, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we had different takes on the fist. <laughs>
2: okay. really, I think it's the same thing that you guys are talking about. It is funny that we defended that.
0: Guy. <laughs> Make ourselves feel better. Anyway, we're gonna jump to the wall. Uh, we see, um, obviously the conversation between Sam and, um, and with John's there and they've got, uh, (laughs) Nick, Nick has turned red.
2: Nick is the same color as his wine. Oh,
1: Oh, we've, he's a, he's a (laughs) grower. He's a grower. No, just, oh man. I just, oh God, I found that so funny.
0: How, how are we going to do this?
1: Let's keep going. We can do it. We can do it. To the wall. Seriousness of the wall.
2: From the window. (laughs) To the wall. To the the sweat sweat drops drops down. Drop down my ball. It's too cold there for that. These
0: bitches are grow Anyway, um I'm looking at oh uh Sam Emily's gonna hate that one. Sam (laughs) Emily's gonna hate all of this. I hate all of this. Um they're having the conversation where uh Lord Commander Mormont's addressing the recruits and uh have we seen him yet mormont yeah. Yeah, yeah a couple times
2: was he the one that like
0: walked
1: in no he talked to Tyrion a couple times when he was up there okay um he's also there when when benjamin's horse comes back um well yeah, yeah we've seen I, him i a felt like times. this was like the first
2: time i'd like seen him seen him but also there's a thousand people that i'm yeah he had been shown he's right, been a minor right.
0: he's a minor character to this point right um but he's address- He's the commander of the Night's Watch. Okay. So he's the boss of all of them. Um, he's addressing all the recruits. He's basically telling them, like, essentially... You did it. You did it. Um, and this is for life. And this is for life. Don't fuck it up. Right. And then he's uh, basically telling them, like, you can take your vows. Does anybody keep the old gods? And John stands up and says, I do. He talks about the weirwood tree. So obviously you're seeing there's a difference between the old gods and the new gods mm. and the people who support them. Um, then Sam stands up and uh, and there's this little bit with uh, Mormont asking, does house Tarly, you know, keep the old gods? And Sam basically goes into this conversation about the seven have never answered my prayers. Perhaps the old gods will. And I just thought that was like a...
2: It was like, why do I have full body chills right now? <laughs> and, so, and see, I thought it was kind of like a, like, oh, they're friends and he wants to like protect John while John wanders off into the wilderness. I, I
0: think, think it he was, wants to be like, I think he's envious of John. He hmm. and,
2: and he wants
1: to, I mean, yeah, he wants to be around John. Like you're taking these vows for life that right. that bound, bind you to this uh, servanthood, you know, whatever. And you want to do that with somebody that you truly care about. And John's the only one that stuck up for him there. John's Well, and it's the probably only. his first friend, or at least like Yeah. First Yeah, and it. possibly his his whole life. Because when you're a when you're a lord of a of you know somewhere, you really don't typically you wouldn't, you know have that many relations with people outside of your, your, you know, your like household. your family, your Just house. like the Lannisters. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we see <laughs> exactly. that and
0: we see that Sam didn't have a great yeah. family relationship. Right. right.
1: So, this guy, I mean, he he just wants to, yeah, he's envious of John. He wants to, just wants to be close to him, just wants to follow John. But he has a great reason, which is, which you know, is the new guys have done shit for me. So Ain't let's no try somebody let's else. Try else. Yeah. Let's go hang out. I, I, cool. yeah.
0: I do think that that's a part of it. Uh, Keith, what you mentioned, I think that it has more to do, not necessarily that he wants to protect John, because we've already seen him refer to himself as a coward. Mm. He's acknowledged that. But I think it has more to do with he likes John. And you know like you're no you're an only child, so you didn't necessarily get this I but, have a sister. Oh, you do?
2: Mm-hmm. This, this just in. we've talked about this. I, believe. Boop, boop.
0: I don't think that we. He have. He has
2: a sister. It's true.
0: I think I thought you were her only child. Is yeah. her
2: last name Winter as well? It, yeah, that's how that works. I Unless I she got married, it. I won't do it. You know what? Well, I mean, I guess yeah, she got married, so it's not anymore. But her. Okay, last name so she's not was a Winter. Winter. It was. What's Winter. her first
0: name? Catherine. So Catherine Winter was. Shout out
2: to Catherine Winter. Yep, she is. This not episode listening.
0: brought to
1: you by Catherine Winter.
0: I didn't know you had a sister until this moment. Wow. Um. Shows how. Yeah, I guess we're From really good Leo. friends. I know about your brothers <laughs> this, and this, sisters, but... Uh, how many do I have?
2: Uh, oh, Junk. One of each. The, no. Bro! You're welcome.
0: Shut the fuck up, Nick. Mm. I'm, you could have, have
1: more. We don't know how many Kevin I had. I at
0: least have one other. Yeah. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, Kev, no. Kevin had an older... Kevin had another one? Yeah, oh. I thought it was...
0: It's two sisters and one brother, right? It's one brother, one sister that I grew up with. Right, but there's another girl. There's another boy. Okay. Okay. At least. Okay. Is his name Club, Justin as well? I don't know. I know nothing about him. Are they all Justins? Oh. I have no idea. What no, no. if he
1: randomly becomes a listener of this podcast? Like, that might be my
3: brother.
0: Listen, if if you're listening to this show. And you're kind
1: of pudgy. And you've got a very round face. No, no. Okay. He,
0: he has a different mom.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, but like. You if your really dad, dad's like name is Kevin. You kind of look like your mom. And he wore alligator skin boots. For a family photo. And he loves Waffle House waitresses. He loves Waffle House waitresses. And he lived in the Chattanooga area. Hit me up. We might be related. Three five two <laughs> two four one. <laughs>
1: 5109. Whatever. What's, what's the is hotline the number? Hotline this number? is a good time to drop it.
0: <laughs> the, the hotline number is 352 541 2409. HMU. Hit let, us, me up. let us
2: know the seventh god and if you're Justin's brother <laughs> you and or sister. This
1: episode is brought to you by Catherine Winter.
2: I don't. Yeah. Catherine it's Winter it's not. She would uh, not listen. I don't. No. Oh, that's sad. It is. Is she too Why? cool for us? No, it's the opposite. Oh, we're too cool for her? Well, you're too language for her, I think. Oh,
1: yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Too language? That's fucking fair.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, so she doesn't like when we no. say cunt?
2: No, certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Which C-word is she more okay with? Cock There's lots of cunt. C-words, yeah. None of them. Okay. Oh.
0: Is she... We don't have to... That well, name. that's
2: Thanks, no that's fun. That's, yeah, I... I I wouldn't disagree. Well, don't tell
0: Catherine that.
1: She's a C word herself with Catherine. No, not, it not starts like with actually, actually, a K. We're all Ks oh, in our family. Dang. Oh, that's cool. So, it's not.
0: with a K, cool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we don't have to talk. Anyway.
1: I wasn't saying Catherine's a C word. I was saying that. Yeah, I know. You were saying Catherine, Catherine is spelled, starts with spelled with a C, C, C. But it's a K. Okay, right. I, I wasn't. Insulted. So Did she go by Kathy?
2: Nope. goes by Catherine. Ugh.
1: Okay. Moving on. Are you done? Yeah.
2: <laughs> For now. <laughs>
1: Sorry, this is also the end of that bottle.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm what's your family life like?
0: I see two of you it's okay. right now.
2: Do you have any brothers and sisters? I have one
1: brother and I have one
2: sister. What are they like? Tell us well, more. Well,
1: I have a brother that listens. you. Okay. Shout out to Michael Holmes. Shout uh, out Michael. Thanks, yeah. Oh, he's, thanks, he's Michael. Listening. I've never,
0: uh, I've never met Michael, but I've seen Michael in the backyard. Oh, that's right. Yeah. After you yeah. guys had Luke, yeah. they came down and I saw him through the window. Yep. But I did not meet him.
1: Got yeah, kind of a serial killer look. a kind of Mr. Clean look.
0: He did have Mr. Clean look. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: he's cool, man. He's a cool guy.
0: Um, I'd like to meet him at some You'll point. You'll meet
1: him in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. I'm not going to Atlanta. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I didn't get invited to this trip. <laughs> oh, I am. Yeah. Crap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are we gonna? want to go to Atlanta. <laughs> are we gonna finish this shit? We're no. already at hour forty. I think this is good. How, um, how close to the end
2: are we here? Great content.
0: We've got this uh-huh. and this. Oh wow. Uh, we're I'm gonna sorry, roll through listeners. it, listeners. Plenty of time. I asked about the sibling thing because um, it felt like Sam wasn't necessarily just like like wanting to protect John. He was wanting to, oftentimes, like younger siblings do, kind of cling to and be like the older sibling. That's the vibe that I got. I got that. Uh, hey there, nice to meet you. Is that what you want to do?
1: Yeah, all my all my friends now. Well, not all, but like a lot of my friend group is. Uh, were originally my brother's friends and then you know as I got older I just hung out with my brother so much that like they just became my friends yeah um
2: are they better friends with you or your brother
1: probably my brother but okay. I I still see them as my best friends I mean they they were in my wedding they were you know yeah no, not like not like the actual like the best like you know, the group obviously of, you're
2: the best friend. When
1: I describe to my people, hey, who are your best friends? And I start naming people. Now, I didn't know you at the time that like we I had a wedding, but yeah, you'd have been in it. Um either way, I'm just who's, saying
0: Who's your best friend?
1: Um my it's hard because I it's have It's all right, you can
2: say me. It's I fine. have lots
1: of lives, this but is gonna Keith hurt me. Winter is really high up there. Yeah, this is gonna hurt my true. heart. No, here's the thing who's your best so, friend.
0: So the cool part <laughs> not, about my not life, in life, I'm talking about today.
1: I don't like this question because <laughs> it's going to make Atlanta real awkward. But it's not no, me. No, no, no. Oh. it is you. No, my best friend is actually my wife, I Emily. Emily's me. my best friend. I understand.
0: She's and uh, she knows kid's every kid's part about
1: me, okay. not just the the penis part, but the but every part about me. Um, she's my best friend. That being said, f- as far as I, I have
0: multiple ones,
1: and it's it's very hard. That's a that's a bullshit question. I put you on the spot asking who would play Rinley if, if you had a choice. You said, who's your best friend?
0: I want you to <laughs> know that, dog shit question. that Drunk Me takes yeah. a little bit of offense answer.
1: Sorry. I, uh, my, I expected it to be Michael will get that one.
0: without question, me. And the fact that it's not hurts my heart a little bit. Okay. Let's move on. We'll talk off here. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to you ever again in my life. Everything is content. Uh, then we see... Uh, you know, God, I hope so. <laughs> then we see John obviously being salty as fuck, which I felt like is a little bit of entitlement by John. Um, yeah. But he wasn't wrong. He's not, you're right. He's not wrong. Um, obviously, Alistair Thorne hates him. Uh, he thinks really highly of himself. He's really down on the other brothers in the Night Watch, Night's Watch, which I, which I don't think like is consistent with the rest of what we've seen of John so far. Um, well,
2: it's a pretty big. Like your whole life, you've wanted to be a ranger.
0: He was excited for like, grin
1: when grin becomes when when they say grin, you're a ranger. He's excited for grin. Yeah,
0: yeah. But then and he his, tries his to his he tries to after. make Sam
1: yeah. feel better when Sam was like, "It's a steward's life for me." He tried. He, there's an there's there's honor in being a steward. Like he tries. That
0: happened after. No, it happened. before. No, it happened before.
1: He says that, and then he's. Put in the stewards, and then he's like making this big. It it is a little bit of a crybaby scene. It absolutely is. It was, yeah. But I just think again, justified. It's funny how fast it rolls through, though. Yeah, it's like you know, if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't have heard John to the stewards, and then boom, you know.
0: Well, I think for me, I was watching it like listening for John, right? Because he's obviously going through name and then assignment, name and assignment, name and assignment, and I was listening for John because John at this point is the only one really that we care about. Like, obviously we like Sam, we like Grant, we like Pip. Well, but Keith, John's the only main character at this point. Keith,
1: were you doing the same? Were you listening for John
2: specifically? I guess. Okay. I was just listening. I almost feel like I didn't hear them say You're it. still not watching with subtitles, right? Uh, I turned on subtitles when uh, Danny was doing her husband's hair. Because they were speaking. Oh,
1: and yeah. Well, they they oh, automatically they 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 subtitles. Anyway? Yeah.
2: You didn't oh. turn those on. They just, just <laughs> okay. They just
0: came on then. Yeah. So you're not watching the rest of the show with, with subtitles. I guess I will start doing it. You should. Okay.
1: Watching TV with subtitles is just better.
0: <laughs> I think I only watch The Office without subtitles.
1: I still do because I watch it late at night when Emily's sleeping, and you know I have it on a low volume, so like it's hard because I. I have to read it until I realize that I'm not going to sleep because I'm reading now.
0: I just think you, I just think you catch more with
1: subtitles. Like you see it more, you see the lines. And for me too, it, it, it gives me the opportunity to see how these people are, uh, are, um, delivering these lines, you know, like with subtitles, you're, you're seeing the lines themselves, almost like it's a script. And then you're watching these people deliver them. Now, that being said, Uh, I don't
2: remember if I was here listening specifically for John. I know Um, I
0: was this time. I don't know about the first time.
2: Right. I specifically know that I felt like I missed his name, but saw his reaction.
1: That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it took me a second to swallow my wine there. Sorry. It's all right. Um, It goes
0: quick. Um, the wine (laughs) clearly and,
1: to be fair, that wine is very good. It is sweet. It goes it's down easy real easy, man. Yeah. This and what wine is easy it? To drink uh, Southern
0: Red from Lake Ridge Winery. Uh, oh, Lake Ridge. Winery. brought They're to you by local, Stitch huh? Fix.
1: Brought to you by Stance. Catherine Winter. Brought to you by Stan. Brought to you brought by, you by, by Walmart. Lake Ridge Fake winery. Walmart. Have you ever wanted to have a podcast but don't have sponsors? Just throw sponsors out there, and maybe someone will call you.
0: They won't. I've I've <laughs> podcasted for years now. We tried actively to Be get fair, Old Trapper on our old one. They ours
1: refused. Is Ten times as good as that one.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. This podcast is yeah. way better than that old uh, one. Nick over there. Weird dope. We're gonna move through because we're <laughs> Is that something people still say? We're getting long. Uh yes. that's what you no. said. Uh then Sam has the line about can you sing me a song? Pip obviously talks about why he actually ended up at the wall. Right. Mm. <laughs> then he says, Can you sing me a song, Pip? I'd like to hear a song. <laughs> that, was and that great. That's it's a little bit so inconsistent Sam. with Sam's character. To like dig at somebody? I don't think it was a dig. I don't think it was a dig. I, I think it, was, it was, legitimate, he was
2: legitimately wanted to hear a song and yeah. it fits perfectly with oh, Sam's I felt character. like it was a dig. I was actually, no. again,
1: and I don't know why I never remember the follow-up line, but I was again thinking, that's not what they said Pip was there for. Pip was there because he stole the wheel of cheese for his sister. And then Sam <laughs> calls him out. He said, who's going to tell a bunch of strangers that a high lord tried to touch my cock? And I'm like, hey, that, good point. There you go. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But uh but yeah and then Sam, you know, I think it's a legitimate line.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was geez. real Sam just being like I've, <laughs> yeah. he, like he seems you, Sam enough to be like, "Yeah, I want a song. I've been waiting to hear from a singer. Could you sing me a song?" I felt like
0: he was digging at him, so that's funny. I don't no, think least, Sam could dig was, at someone. funny. Then yeah. he then he enlightens John that like, "Dude, don't you see that the Lord Commander is grooming you for command? Like, yes, I know you're frustrated because you've wanted to be like you mentioned earlier, a ranger your whole life or for, for the better Mm, part of your life. Sam
1: wanted to be a wizard.
0: (laughs) Do wizards (laughs) exist in this world?
2: I guess. I guess so.
0: I mean, Sam wanted to be one, so. Well, yeah, but
2: I mean, like, I'm not. I mean, we can't it's a tell di- you, uh, obviously. But like, it's the difference between like when I—I'll Sp- I'll pay five dollars. <laughs> Sam is not a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was asking. Put five dollars in uh, the jar,
0: motherfucker. Is that a spoiler? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Sam is, is not a wizard. Yeah, because he just told you how his $5, story ends. It's a five-dollar spoiler. Five dollars. Five dollars. Right,
2: <laughs> uh, there you go. Gosh, i I'll right, throw thank $5 you. Five dollars of that. Okay, great. No, it was Sam is not a it's wizard. It's like <laughs> who like so many children want to be wizards, but they don't exist in our world. Like who knows? I don't know if.
0: Wizards are real. Yeah, for the record, I would also like to I'm be a wizard. I'm pretty sure they're not. Right. I would love to be a wizard.
2: Sure. Who wouldn't want to be? I mean, rather, maybe sorcerer, not a wizard, but... No, I want to be not. a Harry Potter wizard. God, I was going D&D classes, because... You're nerdier than me. Yeah. And also, we are a, technically a D&D podcast. That's We're true. We're the D&D podcast. All I,
0: right. mean, I don't think we can there say that. There you go. Yes, we can. We are a D and D podcast. After I've, a- after I've had as much alcohol as I have tonight, I'll you say whatever, whatever, whatever you want.
2: <laughs> Stick to those, buddy. Uh, so, I, okay. So, a question about this scene. Ooh, I oh. don't know if Curveball. Sam was being or not not genuine, but like was Sam just being Sam and finding a silver lining, or? Was that what was really happening? Because I, I, listening to the scene, was like, "That's not what's happening." The guy just is being a jerk to John.
0: Yeah, I can't answer that question. However, what I can say is, Nick, can you answer that question? (laughs) (laughs) I should have stayed silent. You really really should have. I was
1: about to.
2: (laughs) I'm trying to bait this, Justin. You're just like, well, I can't talk about it because he's spoilers. got a mortgage to pay. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. He's losing his job over this podcast. He You're has right. a you know what? To
0: pay. I'm not going to fucking say anything else here. goes the notebook.
1: That. I can't answer that question. Um, I do think Sam has that innate ability, as do I, to say. Well, at least it's and not it's this. Fucking
0: annoying. It is
1: to some people. Uh I like also it. I like people, it, that, Nick. people that I'm married to, people that uh are are, you know, my closest friends, uh but also not best friend. I didn't uh, not best
0: friend <laughs> and that hurt me. I didn't say that. You didn't say that we were best we're friends. We talk off air. But you didn't <laughs> say on air that we were best friends and that hurts my we're heart. talk off air. I understand. That's fine. I'm just letting you know that I'm hurt. Then we jump to King's Landing. <laughs> and we got the notebook back. And everybody. we see a conversation with... No, we don't... We, no, no, no. no.
1: Doesn't it stay there? Don't they go through the tunnel, go do their vows?
0: Yeah, do you have something to say about that? Ghost comes out with a hand. No, that's later. Oh.
2: I, oh so that so, doesn't go there. Well, so even no. if they don't, okay.
0: this was where I was like, oh, uh,
2: Sam didn't want to protect John because there's so many people going out there with him. What the heck? Oh, I don't think he was trying to protect him. I just think he just wanted I know to we already out. talked about that. I was just like, that was uh, my reaction yeah. in the moment of just like, oh, there's other people. Yeah, yeah that that happens
0: in a little while. Then we jump to King's Landing. We see Renly and Ned. Ned is obviously talking to Renly about like the game plan. Renly's like, uh, basically, you can't um, install Stannis. We don't know who Stannis is, but that's obviously Ned's plan. Did mm-hmm. you catch that? Yeah, Stannis is
2: the. Next youngest brother of Robert of Robert, yeah,
0: um, and then Renly we know is also the black other of hair, youngest brother, yeah, also black of hair, not yellow of hair. Uh.
1: <laughs> this really goes off the rails when more than one of us
2: gets drunk. <laughs> I I love it.
0: Uh, then then we see Renly propose like a coup, basically like we take Joffrey. Did you a, say what a, coop? a coup.
2: Okay.
1: No, no. All right. I thought that's you that's Coop. Like, yeah.
0: I heard Coop too. Like, uh,
1: like, like you know, Tubberware. Yeah. We've all like heard Colt that. 45 two zigzags. <laughs> Maybe, <I don't> <laughs> Maybe that's all we need. I don't know. And what he he's kind of like right Coop
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're saying right now. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's a coup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, was, Tupperware. he was
0: staging a coup. Like, he's like, uh, he's basically like take Joffrey to sleep kind of thing. Like, cause then he can't, gross. He can't rule. That was. Unnecessary. He's yeah. So
1: Renly is saying we should basically get Joffrey away from Cersei so that Cersei has no power because her real, her only power at this point is now Joffrey. that Robert is, is, is dying is through Joffrey. She's the queen mother. She has the ability to, uh, advise him to, to be in his, you know, in his ear. So let's get Joffrey away from her. Um, if Joffrey doesn't work out, we can still we can still you know say that Joffrey is not uh, a, a legitimate child of Robert Baratheon, which means that it would pass to the next the next heir, and we can just say that Renly's the next heir. And if we keep everybody involved with that same plan, if everyone is a united front on that plan. Then we can do it. Much like, and this is what Rindley says. Much like you did when it came to overthrowing the Mad King. No one cared about the line of succession then. You shouldn't care about it now. It should be best what's best for the realm. And yeah, Stannis. What they're explaining is, you know, he's a general. Mm-hmm. He's not or a soldier. He's not. He's not. But a, he like a led people. Yeah, Isn't and that's that And Ned that's Ned's saying? thing. Ned's thing is that one, he has. Uh, he is the 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 next. Oldest brother. Right. Um, so he's the next in line. And then two, he has led men. He is he's been a general. He's he's got, you know, experience that Rinley doesn't have. So yeah. Well,
2: and it almost like knowing what I know, it almost felt like he was like, Hey, let's just do this for now, and then I can install this crazy blacksmith kid later. Oh God, you're pulling back Gundry? Yeah, because he was Robert's kid,
1: right? Yeah, he's his bastard. Allegedly. Bastards, you know, by
2: by default, don't have. uh, Yeah, but if you could make the case of like, hey, Robert was really cool. Like, this is actually son. Like, yeah, bastards, whatever, whatever, whatever. But like, he's more of a line of Baratheon than Joffrey is.
0: True. True. Yes. I'm going to stop you. Um, Why do you do it?
2: Let him go, (laughs) just like Elsa, which is let it go. She gone. Let
3: it go. Gone.
2: Good. Mm. Good. It's like I'm there.
0: Oh. eight point five out of ten. What? Eight point five? I eight point five. Eight point five drunk. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
0: um obviously I wrote initially uh making a play question mark, but then immediately after that Rinley says like basically I would make a good king. Up until that point I was I had wanted to ask you, like, hey, do you think that this is Rinley making a play? Obviously, yes. But but then the next line was him saying like, what about me? Mm. Um, then, then we see the little conversation about like Robert and uh, Rinley says, do you think good soldiers make good Kings? Um, no, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, and then we see uh, the cover or the statement from Ned about uh, not wanting to honor Robert, Robert's last memory with bloodshed and dragging frightened children from their beds. Like, I'm going to do this differently. Basically, he says I'm going to go with Stannis. He stays consistent,
1: though. I want to I want to point this he out. He does when it comes to Ned. He did not want to murder Danny. Danny mm-hmm. is a young child. We don't see Danny as that because we've already seen Danny naked in our in our in our ideas. Like you know, we're not supposed to see people naked that are under the age of eighteen, right? Theoretically, correct. Correct. Okay. In the show. I don't think she is the show no i mean we don't see her that way but in the books she is a 13 14 year old kid and so ned is saying we're not gonna murder a kid we're not gonna we're not gonna dishonor ourselves that way and ned stays consistent when it comes to joffrey saying that i'm not gonna drag a frightened child from his bed now joffrey is almost old enough to be married because they've talked about you know, wedding him to Sansa. Mm-hmm. And well, so. Well, we learned
0: from Cersei that all she has to do is have her period and yeah, then right. they're good to go, which that happens at like 13. Hi,
1: my name's Cersei. Your name's Sansa. Have you had your period yet? Yeah. <laughs> which is fucked up. Weird way to start a conversation. But, but yeah. So, like, you know, it, it, Ned is consistent throughout. It's, it doesn't matter totally who the kid is. He knows Joffrey's a fuck.
2: Mm-hmm. Unless it's it says kid's wolf.
1: Yeah.
0: Correct. Right. And he's going to kill it.
2: Then get that wolf out of here. Uh, Yeah.
0: Which makes him a fuck. A little bit. Anyway. Do you have more? No. Uh, Then we see... uh, (laughs) He sounded so defeated. (laughs) No. 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 Then we see uh, Ned writing a letter to Stannis, and then Littlefinger enters. uh, He he has a line that says, we only make peace with our enemies. That's why it's called making peace. (laughs) Are you laughing? Because I... Mess with that word. Peep. <laughs> uh, I thought that, that was a really good line because um, it's, it, for one, it's true, but it, it paints this picture of kind of the world of Westeros. And like, obviously, you, you know, the conversation about peace and needing to focus on that only happens with your enemies. Your friends, you don't have that. You don't need to focus on making peace because you already have it. You're already allies. You're on the same team. You have the same goals. With enemies, you have to compromise, you have to strategize, and then hopefully at the end of that you make peace. And so I thought that was a really good line because uh Littlefinger's obviously talking about in that conversation about, you know, how do we strategize this? Ned is coming to him saying, like, Can I get the city watch? Can you can you back me up? Uh, Littlefinger
2: says It's a very game uh, game playing move on Ned's part. He he was it's afraid like the, to actually say it though. Yeah. Littlefinger and Littlefinger said, points that out. Yeah. He's like, hey, it's caught in your throat. You like, just can't You just say want it. me to tell you. Right.
0: I like this little bit of attitude from Littlefinger here. He's, he's calling out the... Hypocrisy? The hypocrisy and uncomfortability that Ned has. Hypocrisy? He's seeing...
1: Okay. Oh, Ned's well, no, trying to just, make a
0: play. Just a little bit. He's like,
2: he's trying to play a little bit, but he like doesn't want to. But he, he knows his his household to. guard has
1: b- now been butchered. He's given some to the city watch earlier in the series. Uh, he could call them back, right? I don't know. Maybe they got. Maybe they got fucked up. I don't. I don't know. But either way, he's just saying that. Hey, look, I'm gonna need some backup here because I don't have enough people to. You know, hold off what Cersei has.
2: Which so
0: like could you help me out? Is a play. Okay. It's I mean, a play, not,
2: not, sure. in, not in a bad way. Like I'm not trying to paint Ned in a bad picture. I just want to shit on Ned, and I'm just not here for it. Okay. <laughs> it's just. It's like the. It's just the first time where he like seems to realize, like, oh, like you have this. You guys ask who my best friend is. This. It's Ned fucking Stark. That hurts me. That's I'm fine. It, the good part is it hurts everyone.
0: <laughs> I would have said you were my best friend. All I'm equally. just letting you know. It hurts everyone equally. Hey, Clint, call
2: in. Uh, let us know. Don't spoil anything in this uh, voice. Is Clint your best friend? <laughs> Clint is one of my best friends. Absolutely. Who's your best
0: friend? Like the bestest? The bestest. It's not named Emily uh well that's that's the thing no my best friend is my wife besides emily right. no team? you can't do that
1: that's the best friend who's your second best friend okay keith fuck <laughs> you man <laughs> stand down we are moving on who's no, your i can't move on air. i'm stuck
0: here who's no, your fourth best friend? all of
1: these guys listen to this thing and I so really you're gonna hurt. you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't want to go to Atlanta and have a lot of tough conversations to have. <laughs> I don't
0: need to have that in Here's my life. Here's my question, and then we can move on. Okay. Is one of those tough conversations going to have to be had before Atlanta? <laughs> like right now on this podcast. Here's the thing.
1: I yes know, or no. I
0: want a yes or no.
1: I know that just like your feelings... Are hurt by me not answering this question there are other people's feelings that will be hurt by me not answering this question now that being said if i answered the question it would actually hurt a lot of people's feelings and so are my feelings hurt and i'm going Nick, to are your feelings being hurt it's by the little finger thing where he says question. he says you got to close your eyes and just fuck her and
0: fuck and, those guys who's your best friend no i'm not doing it it's not me I'm that not hurts i'm not doing just it. just say me it's Keith. There I'm it's drunk perfect. enough to where I need you to say it's me or no, my feelings we'll, are going to be we'll hurt. We'll talk
2: off air. Your feelings are going to be hurt. Me, I don't care.
0: It's God damn. <laughs> poop, poop Editor's <laughs> note. Nick's
2: known me for what? Eight weeks it's now? It's Keith. Perfect. <laughs> it's me now. Can't even finish <laughs> it. To
1: be fair, I came to your house like a year and a half ago. It's true. Yeah, I, I've known you for longer than
2: you've know That's true.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Justin spends eight hours asking you who your best friend is yeah. and then we talk for a second. and He's like, it's yeah, Guys, we got to get up. We got to get going. Yeah. No,
0: my feelings are just hurt. We're yeah. running long on time. Yeah. And you're just sitting there. No, my feelings <laughs> are hurt. Sitting there like Drake in your I feelings. I thought that we were best friends. You hey. obviously don't feel that way. Kiki, and that hurts. Kiki, do you love me? And I'm. Are you riding? I've had enough to do drink to where hurt it me. hurts me, especially.
1: Me. No. We'll talk off air. Jesus. Then we we got tonight. lots more to drink tonight.
0: Then we jump to the wall. <laughs> Jump to the wall. Where John and Sam are <laughs> making their vows. Oh God! Mm. If you listen
1: to this much, good for you. Please, <laughs> you, can you just put it aside for one I'm second? Be a it professional. Aside.
0: I'm putting it aside. Call me. You know, I'm professional. Do you know the line? If so. or the <laughs> the, the, <line>. vows?
1: <laughs> the vows. The uh, vows. Hear my words. Day and
2: darkest night.
1: Hear my words. Um, for
0: the record.
2: This is not it. That's not it. No evil shall escape my sight.
0: Keep going. I can't remember Continue. the rest of
2: it. That's the Green Lantern. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's you know, Guards the Realms of Men.
0: Is it in your book?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's in my book. Look it Hold up. On. Okay.
0: Uh as they're giving I bows. Have no idea if I'm talking in the microphone or not. <laughs> it sounds fine. Okay. Basically if I can hear you, it's fine. Um. Then Ghost, who by the way came out of nowhere, Ghost I was very been, excited
1: to see him again. Yeah,
0: he's been MIA this yeah, whole time.
1: Ghost just hits the ground running outside we that tunnel too.
0: Haven't seen him since Winterfell, right? No, we
1: saw him. We saw him bare his teeth to Rast. We saw him, you know, say like, you know, when they were talking, telling Rast like, "Hey, no one picks on Sam anymore." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They had him stand
0: over him. I totally forgot about that. Bringing back the expert witness status. I wasn't even drunk when I wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then he brings the hand back and drops. You know, John comes back
2: out of the woods. Ned, the hand. Oh, I thought you said Ned. You did say Ned. (laughs) He said Ned. Yeah. I thought you said Ned.
3: I
1: think you meant
0: ghost. Ghost brings the hand. hand. That's fine. I believe you. Which is Ned. Listen, it's Ned.
2: The hand of the king, Ned Stark. Oh. Is brought. You guys are um, too drunk for my really great jokes. That joke.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, shit. Yeah, you got good
2: it. Joke. Oh, I guess I hate shit. you guys.
0: I wonder if anybody else caught that. Uh, Probably if not. If you caught
1: it, call the hotline. Call the hotline. <laughs> Nick will give you a sticker. 98 <laughs>
0: something something.
1: 2409. <laughs> <24-09. laughs> 2409. It's in the show notes. <laughs> oh. Nick really got off the
0: rails. <laughs> the hand is brought. Um, In basically the only thought that I had was, wow, that's creepy. Do you have anything else to add? I said, that's a hand. We don't get any explanation. We can assume that there's some connection to the beings that we saw in episode one. Did you connect any dots there? I mean, we know that there's things out in the woods. Yeah. It looked like weirdly dead. Obviously, we've heard allusion to this presence or being Beyond the wall from Asha and the guy, the deserter in episode one, we mm-hmm. saw them in episode one. Well,
2: yeah, we saw like the dead bodies and everything, and that they definitely like hack people up and yeah. And then you saw them dead. surprisingly. Hates. Rickon has two pages in here. How?
1: I have no idea. Do you even
0: know who Rickon is? <laughs> He's a very important character.
1: <laughs> two pages.
0: Uh, they're all. They're both pictures. Just, uh, <laughs> full page pictures. Uh, then we jump to Vis Dothrak because there's no more. I mean, it's the hand. Uh, then we jump to Vise Dothrak, and uh, and Danny's talking to Jor about the punishment for this guy who tried to poison her. Mm-hmm. Then we get what I think is the coolest Drogo scene that we've got so far, where he basically is promising, uh, "I'm gonna get you this Iron Throne." That earlier in the episode he didn't give a shit about. Right. Earlier he kind of wrote it off. You know, a King doesn't need a throne or a chair to sit on. He all he needs is a horse. But now he's like, I'm gonna get you, or I'm gonna give our son this throne. We're gonna. Uh, he he acknowledges like we're gonna ride across the salt sea, the, wooden horse the salt water. The sea. Um, nobody else has ever done this. Like I'm I'm gonna do this for you. He honors Jorah by offering him whatever horse he wants. He promises Danny the throne. I want to get your take because we had talked earlier on, mm-hmm. and you had kind of mentioned that you didn't think Danny. Posed really much of a threat to Westeros, but now that Drogo is in play and he's focused on it, how do you feel like the threat has changed now that he's a part of it? Now that
2: he cares about well, it. I mean, we talked—not we, but like they talked about it in an earlier episode. Like they in Westeros can hide in their cities, but like their towns are going to get destroyed. Yeah. Like I don't I haven't seen a lot of like the horses that they use in Westeros, but like. These people are pretty crazy uh, fighters.
0: Yeah. So, so tell. I mean, obviously, Robert talked about the threat. Mm-hmm. How, what do you think about the grow gr- the growth of that threat? Like, do you think that it's real? Do you think that this is an emotional moment? Where do you think that this is going?
2: I mean, I think he's going to do it. Like he he doesn't seem like the person who's going to jump around and make that kind of proclamation in front of everybody, and then just be like, well. Maybe
0: not. I mean, we see the immediate immediacy afterwards. Like he's, they're marching out of Vice Dothrak. Yeah, um, they're going to go. Um, we can assume that. Um, I mean, I thought it was a pretty powerful scene. I joked to Nick about uh, when he first starts. I was like uh, something about like super turned on, and then you know by him like you know with the shirt off, making this huge mm-hmm. proclamation. And he talks about raping the women, and I said, yeah, I think I lost it. And then he kind of jumps back in, and I was like, okay, I'm back. Like, like I'm, I'm locked in on Drogo. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where it, um, you mentioned before, like, he's kind of this presence in the show who, he's not a major character, we don't know a lot about him, but he's still this threatening presence. Um, obviously, the Dothraki have this, like, Illusion or not illusion, but this lore behind them that they're this mm. like And massive, affinity for raping people. Apparently. Uh this this powerful fighting force. Not a fan,
1: but just saying.
0: And uh yeah. And um and so we see they like they're in the game now. rape Tell me more.
1: Anti rape. Same thing. When you when when he's going nuts, big fan of that scene. Then it's like we're raped their women, enslaved their children, You're like Okay, that seems, that's a, what I said that a, seems a bit far. That's
0: like, I think I lost it <laughs> okay. here.
1: I'm a big fan of all the other stuff. 95% of what
0: you said, yes. Raping <laughs> the women, not in support of it at all. If we could just remove that part. If you could have you gotta go. not said that, it would have been the perfect you you do it.
1: Just kill them. It's fine. Just kill them. Yeah, just kill them. Yeah, just kill them. Um, it's cool. Don't rape um, them or enslave them. Yeah, just kill them.
0: So your thought is not like... I don't know that's better. They Like Danny... And Drogo are now in the game. Yes. Um, okay. And I don't think. I mean, yeah, I don't think either of them want to be in the game. Yeah. But like, Danny. I was, I mean, like, Drogo seemed pretty well. You no, know, no, being in the game, not to be in, in the game.
2: Rape. He wants to like he's defending his honor in the same way. Like, hey, you tried to kill my kid, try to kill my wife. Like, he wouldn't have chosen yo. to be in
0: the game. Right. He's thrust into it, and but he's willing to like. Accept that responsibility. And he's like, "Well, I'm in it. it. Okay, we're we're all in it. Let's go." Okay. Um, good prediction there. Uh, then we jump to King's Landing. Uh, obviously, net. Who is this? Just a like a court person? Like who's the guy who runs up and they? Yeah, the household guard like 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 stops him and Ned's like let him through. It's like a
1: page, almost like he he just works as like a as a messenger. Yeah, between royals.
0: So he comes and basically says, like, hey, you've been summoned to court by King not Joffrey. That's the first time we've
1: met him, but both of them, a couple, you know, all the times that we meet him are involved with sending a message to somewhat of importance. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So he's, like, the king's page or something. Right. Um, He mentions that King Joffrey and the Queen Regent have summoned you to court, and there's, like, King Joffrey? King Joffrey. um. Then we obviously go to the the throne room. We see yeah. Joffrey sitting so smug, like on the Iron Throne. It makes me want to punch him in his fucking face. Well, why? <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. I hate when. You do what, this. About his, uh, is- what about his What about his
1: getup? He's got on. You don't like that?
0: Uh, I don't like anything about Joffrey ever. That's fair. I'm just trying
2: to get you to say your catchphrase. He does have a cool red leather. Why do you want to punch Joffrey, Joffrey in, in the face?
3: Fuck
1: Joffrey! Thank the you. Arsonist has oddly shaped feet.
0: What?
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Love it. What are it. you talking about? Red leather, yellow leather.
2: Mm-hmm. He has a
1: red leather. <laughs>
2: I'm too drunk I for I love this. that Justin doesn't know what you're talking about. man It's yeah. man
0: I'm too drunk for this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, not, our listeners Or can. not drunk enough. Yeah. I believe I'm, you. I'm there.
1: I'm yeah. trying to just. We in this bitch. Get there.
0: Uh, then we see Joffrey sitting on the throne like a smug little prick. Mm-hmm. He mentions, you know, basically he says, I'm looking for, f- well, first, I want my ceremony to be ASAP as possible. As soon as possible <laughs> as possible. <laughs> that's an office quote. That's an office <laughs> <Yeah>. quote. <laughs> uh, secondly, he says, basically, I'm looking for uh, oaths of O's fealty, of fealty. Uh, from all, basically all of small council. Uh, and that's when Ned <laughs> decides that he's going to, I guess Justin's done with that. Is that my beer, you bitch? I was done. <laughs> I was out. I'm not. Yeah,
2: we're going to share that
0: one. Okay. There's more than that. COVID's
2: over. Like best friends. <laughs> it's over. I got
0: to pee so bad. <laughs> I already went, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it through. Uh, just go. I'm going to pee in my pants. Do um, it. Your Stitch Fix pants. Let <laughs> my it go. Stitch Fix pants. Uh, then we see Ned basically, he basically <laughs> lays it so all dumb. out there. He's like, yeah. you're not the king. Uh, he he delivers the. We already talked about it earlier. He delivers I have the letter. Note. Look at it; it's great. Barrison <laughs> confirms that this is from the king. He says what it is. Cersei rips it up like a boss. I don't um, know, like a boss. I mean, that's a it power was, move.
1: I mean, Barrison's response though is what you would have is like, no, those are the those are the king's words. And it she said,
0: "We have a new king now. We have a new king now, which is badass." Listen, yeah. I'm not a big Cersei fan. She. Power played this whole move right here. Sure, sure. She
1: has the biggest dick of the show.
0: The biggest dick. Um, Besides Jason Momoa, apparently. Apparently not.
1: I like to think not. (laughs)
0: Uh, Then we see uh, the city watch. You know, right before this, Littlefinger had told Ned the city watch is
1: even. Janice Slint says, "Yeah, we're behind you, Lord Star." Got dog. That piece of shit.
0: And uh, and then when it all comes down to it. they, they were not they, indeed They, they were back. behind Jay him. Slint Slant
1: is the leader the, of the City Watch. He was mm-hmm. actually, in a couple episodes ago, talking and to I, the small council. I just want to mention briefly, he here. just
0: briefly, just briefly. fuck Janos Slant. Yeah, 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 for fuck sure. Fuck Janos Slant. Yeah. Uh, because then what we see is the epic ending of this episode where Littlefinger puts the dagger in Ned's throat and says, I, I
1: did, did warn you not to trust a, me. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, that was, I was like, yep. And you didn't neither, click next episode? I need to click next episode. I wanted this. to
0: so bad.
2: I wanted to too, but I didn't do it. I mean, you could have. Yeah, you've seen could it. Have.
1: Well, but but I'm watching with Emily, and she uh, has not, okay. and and she's you know I think really enjoying watching and you know following along with this podcast, and so um you know I I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin anything. So I thought it was
0: like so far the biggest cliffhanger that we've left. I mean, even even mm-hmm. Jamie. Or not Jamie, but the Lannister soldier stabbing Ned through the leg. That wasn't a cliffhanger. finger. There's is, some finish. Yeah, is so even there, yeah. Bigger. yeah. He right. wasn't dead. That was fine. And you see Jamie clearly like leaves him. This is different. There's right. a knife to his throat. Little finger who we thought Ned could trust like minutes earlier. Ned's done
1: everything he possibly everything. can to like and, and I don't mean like he, he hasn't really done everything that he can, but everything that Ned can do. There you go. I was going to gonna say there's yeah, a lot of things he could have done to be de- you know uh, deceitful and you know try to try to you know win the throne or right. whatever so to speak um but he just he just can't this is this is it and he he went to the one person who he thought he could trust and that person told him previously don't trust me don't trust me
2: don't trust anybody
1: Right. Right. Exactly. The the better answer at at that point, he said the better answer, you know, to, you know, is there someone you trust completely? The better answer is no. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah. So Game of Thrones season one. Yeah.
2: So do you think there's any way that Ned could have done that? Could have like who, who should he have gone to?
1: It's not that who, who he should have gone to. It's. Probably more that he could have made more plays. Honestly, he probably mm-hmm. should have said yes to Rindley. Okay, um, Rindley said, "Give me an hour. I can give you hundred swords." Uh, and he said, "What do I need hundred swords for?" He he should have said yes to Rindley, but that just goes against Ned's character right. to to go against the line of succession. Even though Robert has never had, you know, he he's he's the first in this new line of kings. Um, you know, in the last three hundred years, the whole the whole kingdoms were united by mm-hmm. the Targaryens through submission, right? And so, no one besides a Targaryen has ever sat on that throne. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this will be the first time ever that that the, you know the the throne has passed to someone other than a Targaryen, and you know, but but still, Ned wants to hold to this is the law, this is what we do. We move to, you know, we have a line of succession and, and Stannis is it, but really that's who he should have gone to because Rinley, of the two, of Varys and Littlefinger, Rinley is the one that you can
2: trust more than the other two. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Justin was just out of the room, so I was trying to get you to spoil something.
0: (laughs) I did go pee. Uh, Did you guys talk about how Rinley bitched out and left? After no, you no, know, I didn't asked, touch on that. I asked him how
2: how Ned could have won that.
1: Yeah. So, and I said, I said, going you know, being on Renly, in Rinley's corner because Rinley has Rinley has backing with yeah. Loris Tyrell. Well, and and
0: and, and Rinley, what what's interesting about that is I thought that Rinley should have mentioned that to Ned. Yes. Um, and he did. He left he it didn't out. Bring up because basically he back. what he he introduced a very, um, empty claim to the throne very very uh, not strong, not backed, not supported. Well, He just said, "I, I want to do, do it." It's not and, a strong claim, though. Even with the ty- it is. Ty- r- it is more. It, it is more supported, and it is strengthened by the by story having of a rails, by yeah. having a backer. And how Rinley presents it is without that at all. And obviously, we know about that because we saw the scene with Renly and Loras. But mm. Rinley and Loris isn't like public knowledge, right? right. And so. Ned has no reason to believe that the Tyrells back, and we don't know anything about the Tyrells other than they have money. obviously daddy, said that they had money. Daddy can buy nice armor for Loris. Um, but Rinley never mentioned that. And then I just wrote a note in my book about um, when the time came you know Varys and Littlefinger mentioned that like oh Renly left like he bounced and we 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 know because we saw the conversation between Ned and Renly that that was shortly after basically Renly made a made a pitch Ned said no and then Renly left and um and so that's how uh you know Ned could have won that and we'll encounter. see how that plays yeah. out
1: you know maybe maybe that's Renly gone forever maybe it's Renly not gone forever I don't know um yeah. but yeah either way I think that's. I think that's the play that would have put Ned in the position to actually, <laughs> to actually, you know, uh, win the thing. follow through with what mm-hmm. Robert's letter said. Um, now that being said, we have come to the end of our of our episode, season two, episode seven. Before we do that, two season, things: season one,
2: episode seven;
0: season one, season one episode, episode seven. seven. Two things before we do that. First, one. predictions for next episode. Keith no.
2: Things are going to happen, and it's going to get crazy. What
0: things? Do you have the name of the next episode? No, but I can look it up while Keith tells us about what's going to happen. Well, I need
2: to know what the name of the episode is to tell you what's okay, going
0: to happen. Okay, well, on. give me one second, because it's I can tell you here in just... Here we go, talking a like a normal person. person. It feels here like the Joker. We here go. we go. The next episode is titled... The pointy end. Oh, yeah. Sticking with the pointy end. him with the pointy
2: end. Hopefully we see some... Uh, works in Westeros. I don't we remember his name, uh, but I don't remember anyone's name who I'm trying to talk about right now. You
0: are thinking about Cereo Farrell. Keith yes. is not drunk. And who
2: he is teaching is... Arya. Stark. Aria. That's Aria. it. Hopefully yeah. we're going to see some Aria uh, using the needle a little bit. Okay. That would be delightful. Okay, that's good. Justin's uh, got pictures up on his phone. Yeah, he's showing me. It's, it's a. It's a major spoiler. All yeah. right. Oh, I thought it was Jason Momoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I oh, can't see your screen, so I'm just assuming that's what you two are talking about. And that and that is, is a major spoiler. <laughs> it's, it's this big twelve inch penis. Uh, okay. So things are gonna happen. You don't really have much of a. Yeah, no, I mean, I am Arya. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I'm, you know, kind of thrown off by Which uh, we, Littlefinger doing we did, what he did.
0: Yeah, so we didn't see Arya. Sure. We didn't see Sansa. We didn't see Sirio. We didn't see Catelyn. Well, I'm not upset about not or seeing Or Tyrion. Sansa. No Tyrion. Yep. Is there anybody else we missed? Tyrion, I would have enjoyed seeing. Uh, Rob. No Rob. No Rob. Um, I think that's it for main characters. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. So do you think that, I mean, obviously you mentioned Arya. And probably Cereo, I would imagine. I'm imagining, yeah. Uh, anything, any other predictions?
2: Um, I'm hoping that this whole little finger thing is like a ruse to get uh, Cersei on his side and then double cross them too, but probably not. Double cross to double cross? Yeah. Can't triple cross to double cross. Is that a quad cross Actually, or is that a triple Actually, you can't cross? triple stamp a double stamp. I, yes. <laughs> that was that was. You the,
1: can't triple stamp a double stamp. Right. In case you were from. wondering. That was the reference. That is dumb and dumber. Hey, those guys need a ride, I too.
0: I don't know that I've Here ever seen up. it all the way through. You I've seen sure. that scene, the bus scene. Yeah. No, but no, I no, think no. that's it. Big gulps, huh? The bus scene. <laughs> well, see you later. You have to
1: excuse my friend. He's a bit slow. The town is back that way. <laughs>
2: that's that's the what the next
0: two hours of this podcast are going to be, No, everybody. the next two hours are going to be nothing because we're wrapping up. We uh, are wrapping. Hey, if you want to support this show, Woo! you can do so by listening. You can do so by supporting us on... um, Leaving some reviews on... Leave leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or
2: wherever you listen to You can follow us
0: on social media. Or you can follow us on... Or support us on Patreon.com slash Dragons Dreadforts. There's no A-N. We got Patreon. It's Dragons Dreadforts, uh, and Battlestar we Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to have your support. Uh, there's some tiers there. There's some rewards for each tier. Uh, Lots of crying. We would love any support that you can give to the show. Um, but we are mostly thankful that you listen at all, and we hope to see you back next week. Yeah,
1: we love the feedback, man. Keep keep the feedback coming. Call the hotline. Uh, we'll play it on the air if it doesn't have any spoilers in it. Um, Clint. Yeah, Clint. But but also. Just thanks for listening. Thanks for the feedback. I would like to hear you guys drop your... I've been dropping my Instagram handles nonstop. Do you all have Instagram handles that we can
0: follow you at? DragonsDreadForts. Follow so us on Instagram at DragonsDreadForts Dragons Dragons or at JNeil100. JNeil100. Okay. If you want to... See some cool stuff about your, your kids. It's pictures of my kids on my feed. And memes. And, and memes on, on my your story. story. Got it. Okay. I posted a Game of Thrones. I reposted just from someone else's feed the right. other day a Game of Thrones one, and then I realized I had a spoiler, and you might see it. Oh, Ooh. no. So I deleted it I did not see back pedal, it. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Thank you for it was doing immediately. that. Um, but then I realized, like, crap, I forgot Keith is, like, following me on his Instagram. Yeah, we're friends. Keith, you're
2: in you're in on Instagram, I'm sure. I am. What do you got? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? want to No, piece. I know what my thing is. I just I don't know if I'm pushing that. You don't want to. Why? That's I fine. don't know. Doesn't it's active. not like
1: it's. Yeah, that's fair. Well, Because
2: like I'm not. This is behind the scenes. Like I'm not following the show. Ooh. Because I don't want to. Be a part of it.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am keeping the show. Instagram spoiler free. Okay. If that's what you're concerned about. I mean, a little bit. I don't think that's what you're there, If about. there's something else. We'll talk off air.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think he doesn't want to get fired. Which is fair. Which <laughs> is, is very fair. I'm not upset about that.
0: He doesn't want people there. to discover the show. Yeah. No, that's fair.
2: Okay. Keith works so for So don't follow Keith. Uh, follow Justin at Jania100. Also, follow there's nothing on my social media that you want to see. I don't think I've posted since. At
1: was up 2019, homes. maybe? Maybe. By the I way, I did look up an at Bare Naked Ladies with the B-A-E-A-R-E. And it's definitely a thing. He has one follower. <laughs> I'm that's sorry, five followers, you. one post in the last five years.
2: So that's how it is on all social media with my name. like Keith, with Winter. Keith Winter, it's always yeah. like this dude who's posted maybe once has maybe like two come followers. Maybe you
1: this whole separate Instagram that is Keith Winter is coming, you know, and that, that is straight Game of Thrones, Dragons and Dreadforts.
2: No, you can't do that. Got okay, it. Got I it. mean, I can. Also, got if anybody gives a no. shit,
0: Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Are you going to it and spoil? It. The Cup? You're going to spoil the Yo. the hockey game. Good part is this won't air for another week. So. yeah, but maybe they don't know. They'll they'll know by that point. But what if
1: they don't? Good for you, Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> All right, see y'all next week. Thanks for listening.
2: Bye. Hit the button. goofy